It is 1899, the turn of the 20th century. 23 years after the extraordinary British scientist Phileas Fogg went around the world in 80 days, he now seeks to better his own feet, to travel to any seven destinations on the planet, no matter how far within the year. Fogg will then justifiably become the head of the Royal Academy of Science. There's just one small problem. Phileas Fogg is a cad, a philanderer, a murderer, and a monster. Only a small group of dashing heroes know the truth, and only they can stop him in an adventurous race around the world. Sugar-Fueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, presents The World's Most Wondrous Year, a Savage World's Pulp Adventure. small word of warning. This game is played at a table with a baby and a toddler. Expect a little bit of crying and some periodic toddler commentary throughout the podcast, but that dies off about 30 minutes to an hour in when we put the kids to bed. Thanks for your patience. Episode 9. So, when last we left you, yeah, you yeah. had defeated a giant kaiju mummy in Egypt. Mm-hmm. Um, then you had left Egypt. Jeremy had been recalled on an urgent scientific crisis owing to the player not being here. Yep. Um, and so you had made your way across the Mediterranean um, on a ship full of drunken, crappy Greek sailors. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes, and that's right. Eventually I, arrived in Greece. I just, I, I and we got some camels. We didn't get from some Transylvania? Camels. We didn't we get some camels. Not camels, camels, camels. Some horses and carts. Yes. yes. Which was a good idea. Well, the camels would have been quite expensive too. That'd be very difficult to import. If they had. We did get camels at one point anyway. Yeah, yeah we totally did. No, um. My main problem is that my brains is so fried. I, I gave that serious consideration. We're trying to work out where they fit it into the plot. Sending strong tracks. So, as far as you're aware, um, it is actually sort of mid-afternoon at this point. But you haven't actually seen the sun in several hours. You are having um, atmospheric thunder and light rain, and you are in the thick sort of Transylvanian woods that are very dark with the trees reaching out towards you and that sort of thing. And that's when you have heard that. People oh. think it's always blind in Cairo and it's never fine in Transylvania. <laughs> that's right, Greece was actually quite nice. Yeah. Sweetie. And oh, you're here, and it's scary walls. <gasps> Oh. What noise does a scary wolf make, Zoe? Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's what you hear chasing. Please, yeah. <laughs> you're a very cute wolf. That's what we hear. We hear. I'm a wolf. Amanda, Amanda chases after the sound and adopts it immediately. <laughs> so, you basically hear the howl of wolves in the blackness of the trees, and the horses, unsurprisingly, begin to panic a bit. <laughs> and pull at the reins and thrash around and begin to charge off and things. And um, at this point, you could basically... Um, 
if you bolt with the horses, then we go into a chase scene. Um, if you want to deliberately try and stop them, then it's a different matter. Um, chase scene sounds good to me. I think. Yeah, it's been a while. Running away from scare, running away from scary wolves seems like a logical move. <laughs> well, let's put it this way: I'm not fighting them all. <laughs> Yay! Time to break out the chase scene rules and the dramatic music starts in the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Tom has been kidnapped! Yes, yeah. giving him one of the surreptitious nobody's looking cuddles. <laughs> this is actually going to be a um, comparatively few people doing the chase because you are on this carriage, basically. The carriage is big enough for four people. And four, four people this is inside. My, cat. my cat's over there. And I believe we had Mara, Bernard, Tom, and Doctor Strange inside the carriage. Yeah. Tom naturally taking up his own seat. Yeah. Um, and I and believe Paul. Jonathan driving and Pete co driving, or possibly mm. the other way around. Tom's seat, Tom's side. You're um, both sitting at the. Um, what skills driving a buggy? Survival, right? Uh, piloting or survival, because of I know, course I'm to get back to you, uh, You've got a D4 survival, what's your piloting? piloting? Right, my um, piloting's a D6. Yeah, yeah. So, that, I'm driving the buggy, crap. you've got a, um, you've got the pistol at the ready in case you encounter the Put your hand um, the... I was going to suggest as well um, that at some point you might want to buy a better gun because you're actually quite a good Would shot you like and a rifle might um, could really yeah. improve your range. Yeah. Jonathan can actually in fact assist you with driving the buggy. Oh, yeah, cool. it's, good. it's literally that sort of handsome cab style set up where the two of you sit on the front and go yah, yah on the horses. Sweet. To point them and pull them in various directions. Things. But having a second person actually oh. does assist you in this. Cool. We're driving the buggy buggy together then. Five minutes till bed, sweetheart, eh? Yeah. But you can see mm-hmm. you can tell the cat. Yeah. So we're rolling some dice in the meantime. Be- well, in fact, because this is a um, chase scene where three of you have no control over um, how fast you are going or anything. Oh, brilliant. Because the, the only thing the other three of you can do is actually jump out of the carriage and start running. Mm. Which is not a particularly good idea unless you are really awesome at running. Because the way this works is basically um, a- animals are generally speaking faster than people and so get a plus two to everything. And vehicles are faster than animals and thus get a plus two to everything um, over the animals. Because you're both assuming it's wolves chasing you because you're both animals here. You mm. the, the bonus is pointless. Um, so what we have is Mara and Bernard and Doctor Strange will simply be acting on the one card that is dealt to the table right yep Um, so at the beginning so this is a chase scene so you are attempting to escape from the wolves before they catch up with you and maul you to the ground and beat your carriage horribly and etc etc so we begin with... I can't remember how this works. Um, so this is Pete making a piloting check. Um, anyone who wishes to cooperate and assist him in doing so, which is very likely to just be Jonathan, but could be someone else leaning out the window using like notice to do it or something and shouting, look out for the trees, man, um, can do so. But that counts as that. That then gives you a multi-action penalty um, later on, essentially. 
So you can assist with either piloting or survival. I think survival. They're both the same stat, but it's a theater. You're the one with the more knowledge of animals yeah. and horses and forests and things. Survival. So that's a that's a success, but not a race. Yeah. All right, which puts that's me one under what I need. Um, so what is this check? Is this just initiative or? Uh, so the way it works for chasers is you make a check, uh, you get an initiative card for every success and raise that you get, and then keep right. the best cards. So the better you do, the more cards you get. Your relevant things. Um, if you don't get anything, then you, if you don't get a success, then you don't get a card, which means basically this round you can't accrue any successes. Mm, that doesn't sound particularly good. I only need a one. Is the thing. <laughs> Thank you kindly. <laughs> Bleed, Mara. That's one of your points. It is actually one of her contributions, one of her welcome contributions to the party. Saves us any blues. So we make a single Someone success with Jonathan and Mara's help. Uh, can anyone see the cards around? In all fairness, I should usually be able to do better on 2 d yep, than a 2 and a 1. Okay, you you about these? Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. How many does she need to pull out? If you can pull out five for daddy, that would be great to see. You can get five of them. Do you know how many five is? Yeah. Why don't you just pull out a couple and then we'll see how many you've got. That's one, two. Can you get three more for daddy, please? Mm-hmm. Three, four. One more for Daddy, please. Very good. Thank there you. Go. There was Got a lot of white ones. No, that's enough of them. But um, if you want to come and play with Mummy's dice and break points, Mummy's finished your dinner. So, it's only about four minutes till bed, sweetie. Do you want to go and play with Mummy's dice? Yeah, we'll need to grab that. Okay, that's that one for Daddy, please. Play with some little tokens that you can play with. Oh, it's pretty sweet. Yes, I see you're a cat pet. Damn it. Yeah, the wolves are devouring tokens this week. Oh, that's not good. I had a lemon after that. Oh, I was putting a little bit of my dinner. I don't know. Was that important? It's alright. I tried to scrape it off, but then it smeared. I was like, that's not what I wanted. Professional role player. Yep, that is and everyone's just gonna be like, oh, what is she talking about with all these dragons and dungeons? And Kate <laughs> sat down the other day and said, I wanted to play role playing, and then she got some dice out and said, I'm gonna roll it and see how well I bash the monster. <laughs> that's pretty much 90% of it right there. Yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah. Yep. What yep. she needs to do now is collecting the questions. Yeah, well, she needs math. Once she's got math, then there's nothing that's gonna stop her. You wanna show me how many tumors? Show me how many tumors. Ooh. She's got math. <laughs> <laughs> what a clever girl. That's right. How old are you right now? I'm 12. 
That's right. Oh, how what, what will you be on your next birthday? about as awesome a job as my dice rolling, which in all fairness you did fix, plus, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so, CD. It's nearly time okay. to bed. You can play with dice if you want. So, yeah, you do you hear the oh coming from out of the trees? And then you will see in the shadows several large furry bodies, like big, um, dashing through the trees, snarling, snapping out. They don't, however, get close enough to the carriage to actually attack it, because, of course, they have no range like that. Ah, yes, nice. They are, however, bringing you down, because they still accrue successes, and if they get more successes than you do by the end of the chase, they run you down. Yep. Uh, however, unless they they pull high, they're incapable of actually um, attacking. Uh, on the other hand, you can drive your vehicle off the road in the process of doing this, which is what's about to happen. Yep. Um, He sees his mummy's crashing the big. Mary's crashing so, the wagon. Pete, as crashing you are, the you are spurring the carriage forward, and you see it looks like up ahead there's a slight. In fact, drama. Boom! There's the boom of thunder and the of lightning, and lightning hits one of the trees, <laughs> and the tree starts tumbling across the road. Yep. Falling down as you're hitting the woods, it. So either you go fast enough that you get under it, or you slow down a bit and then try and go over it. Oh okay. yeah. Uh, either way. Uh, could you make me a driving roll at minus two? Okay. Uh, that is a three. Can Jonathan help? Yes, he can, because he is up doing exactly this. Can I help with notice? Not really, no, because this is purely about not driving into it. Alright, um... Uh, unskilled. Uh, I will. Um, can I have? No, you're, you're literally in the wrong sweet? place. You have to go and kick Jonathan out of yeah. his driver's uh, seat. Okay. Well, I can spin this as a white one, mm-hmm. so that way it won't use up. <coughs> it won't um, give the bad guys a boost. Give the bad guys a boost. Yep. Um, I mean, oh, that is a white one. So. Yeah, that's, that is true. If you're all right with that, yeah. cool. Bernard contributes a white, at which point I get a single success on the driving. Hmm. So, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Come in under the tree, and there's the thud as it crashes from behind you. Yeah. From something behind. Yep. Um, it comes to you. Uh, anyone who wishes to can make long range attacks on the wolves. Hmm. Who can make long range attacks on the wolves? That will slow you down, I'm sure. How long do you wish to keep your, your employment with me? If the walls catch us, it won't be long at all. You get a kick in the chin from Mara. <laughs> because Thank it's you. just you guys in the back, you can act in you, you can act in whatever order you see. Yes. Because all, right. all of you going on one yeah, card. Alright, so um 
does anyone want to take a um, shot with their... Um, can I? I'm actually driving the carriage. Can yes, I, <coughs> yes, you can. Is it a penalty? Uh, do you have something you can use with one hand? Uh, Magnum's a two-handed pistol, right? No, or it's a pistol, no. it's one hand. With one hand, yes. Yes, then, then you're fine. Okay. And it is... You know, it's difficult leaning back and shooting no, sideways no like you're a, in a No one has a good ranged weapon for this, so what penalty are we looking at for pistol shots at this distance? Uh, when, when you're in chases, you're on abstract range anyway, so you're yep. at long range, minus four. Okay, so it's a min- minus four shot, minus four to the shot with the pistol? Yes. Cool, I'm going to take a pot shot. On the other hand, you know, the worst you're going to do is pick yeah, a few yeah. trees. I, I, ooh, unless I crit fumble. <laughs> yep, that, that would be bad. As soon as we get to Transylvania, everything so, goes wrong. You have your enormous heavy magnum. Yep. Um, and you're aiming it off into the trees towards a wolf, taking your eyes off the road slightly to do so. Yeah. And just the, you had a pothole in the you know loose gravel stony <coughs> road. The carriage skids just as you go boom, and the huge heavy magnum makes the boom like a cannon and recoils right out of your hand. Flip, 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 It's gone. It's okay, you're better with the wrench. It's okay, you're better with the wrench. Is there an echo in Transylvania? <laughs> <laughs> it's the wolves. <laughs> Depending on what you desire to do about this, Pete could literally die off the side to get it. Yeah. Um, you could endeavour to like hang off the wagon and get it. You could circle the wagon back round, etc., etc., etc. It seems like the right thing to do for the you know people I'm charged with protecting would be to keep going and sacrifice my perfectly mm-hmm. good magnum. On the other hand, if your identity as an American is tied up in your enormous gun, <laughs> no, <laughs> my, it would be a different answer if it was my wrench. <laughs> but no, my identity is not tied up in the gun. After all, it was your father's wrench. Bernard, um, with lightning speed, withdrew a fishing uh, net from the luggage out the window and caught the revolver. You're not going to just produce a different magnum out from your luggage? Oh, that's yeah. a special magnum. What would I do with a magnum? Yeah, it's an American gun. See, it, it just so happens that Bernard is demonstrating his fishing net to the ladies in the, car- in the, in the carriage, you're hoping. Right. You're, 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 get... you're offering to put the cab inside the net and hover it out the back. <laughs> That's what you're doing. Alright, so I propose that he is denied his gun until we have the opportunity you, you, to you... regroup, but Bernard ensures that he will not have to scour Transylvania looking for the Sounds, sounds good. Yeah, because I'm not going to climb down inside the carriage to get the gun off Bernard while driving it. So that will be Bernard's action to retrieve it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, you. You can actually, however, pass it back to him for another action next round, because you can literally lean out the door of the carriage and go, Pete, Pete, take this style thing. It's not insanely dangerous. Does anyone else wish to take a range shot out the window yeah, as well? Sure, I'm, I'm sure do it all wrong. Yeah, but um, the worst you can do is fumble and throw your gun up. It is kind of ironic, given you just said the worst you could do was miss, which of course wasn't That wasn't true. a mouse, that wasn't a fact. Uh, yeah, what's minus that four, minus four, four is bang into the trees. Oh, oh. sorry, mouse, because yep. I need a plus one. Yeah, um, you were close. Is it worth me throwing? Uh, no, I'm probably not. I'll, I'll give it a go. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no. 
bang, 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 bang into the tree. <laughs> Pete Magnum goes flying. <coughs> and it saves the day. And you race on. And you save the day. Shall we leave it there and take a little girl to bed? Yep. Success marker somewhere if you don't already. Oh, we have oh. success. Yes. Holy hell. No, we have. We do not. We do not have a success marker. Uh, let's put it somewhere special, like on here or something. No, that's the discard part. Let's put it in front of the PC on the driver. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. Okay. And so the walls pursue you as you drive on. Okay. Us. Oh no, we have to roll first, don't we? Do we need the tissues on the table? No. Right. Ladies go on. The odds of someone bombing <laughs> must decrease it. <laughs> roll a piloting check? Yep. Assisted by Herr Jonathan. Ooh, explodium. That's okay. Um, that was an 11, so that's a success with success two one raise. Yep. By my count. 8, 12 would be 2. Ah, good point. So, give the lady two cards and give her two success markers. Cool. And how many for the walls? Uh, no idea, yeah. One. Okay, so us. Oh, that was a success thing as well? Yep. And wolves. <laughs> Naturally. What the hell, Adam? You have one time. job. <laughs> <laughs> so, the wolves continue to run through the trees, not never quite getting close enough to leap up on the carriage, and you're in the same situation, minus the lightning and trees. Long range shots are going to be all wants them. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Although, Bernard, if you don't wish to take any shots, you can easily spend your action leaning out the side of the, the um, carriage and handing your magnum. Cool. The magnum you could use this there. gun if you wanted to. Oh, I can't shoot. You um, can't shoot. What do you mean? Because you're not trained. Um, you're trained. D6. It's Oh. Oh, okay, well, I've got the same for Sure, if you're going to use the shooting skill, it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's see if I explode the dice. Yes. Oh, shit. Oh, I hit this time. <laughs> so it's a 9 minus 4, so I hit. Okay. Uh, so it's a 2d6 plus 1. Yep. Bang! Oh, explodium. So it's a 3 and a s- that's 9 so far. Uh, so that's 12 plus 1 is 13. So, Doctor Strange, you lean out the side of the cat. Uh, is that thirteen damage or thirteen? Thirteen damage. Uh, <coughs> yep. So, and you see this huge big wolf tracking through the trees, and basically haven't got a clear shot at it, so you aim ahead of it. Mm. And then, bang! And you see the shadow dashes forward just as you fire, and you hear a thud. (laughs) Rolls off through the trees and goes down. Nice. It's going to be okay, Tommy. Can I tie my gun to my hand? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not in a way that would be of any use to you. Okay. 
Um, well, right, you, you could do so, but in a way that would incapacitate both your hand and your gun, rendering it somewhat pointless. No, that's right. Okay, in that case, I spin my round um, obtaining my gun and yep. driving the carriage. Yeah, not willing to take a shot again. I'll, I'll take another st- stab at it next round when the wounds from this round, from the previous round, have that chance to recover. Go over. I shot at it, but I missed yep. this one. Yeah, and next round. Cool. Yep. Uh, yeah, uh, four plus three, so... Nine. Six. Four plus three for seven, seven, generally speaking. I'm a lie. Success with no raise, so plus one on your roll, please. Yep, which gives me a six. Okay. So, success with no raise. Success with no raise, so give me a single marker. Yep. One to the wall. Uh, down two separate walls. I don't want to get the wild eye bonus. Uh, nice job, Dr. Strange. Nothing. Oh, yeah. Sweet. I did good. <laughs> okay, but Adam drew us a club and it's continuing efforts to what the oh, but, but a high club. Yeah, so it's a less bad complication. Mm-hmm. It does actually mean we're close to the walls for nice shots this time. Okay, mm-hmm. so... Once we resolve whatever bad thing is happening to us. The <laughs> track bend... The road that you're following bends out and almost U-bends around this enormous tree... And the carriage goes sort of over on two wheels, kind of thing, mm-hmm. as it ollies around the corner. Um, the good news is this brings you almost in a sharp U-turn, almost facing the wolves again, as momentarily you pass by them, actually in merely in short range. So, <laughs> if you want to take any wax in that neighbourhood, which um, bit tricky, changing weapons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's two trying to trying to drive a weapon. Yeah. But um, mm. first we have the complication anyway before people take, start taking shots. Yeah. So, Mara, yes. as the wagon wheels around, basically it's, it's swinging round past this big-ass pine tree and the branch, of course, goes bend as the carriage hits it. And then as it comes to the window where Mara's next to, the branch goes snap back in towards your face style of thing. Ouch. Um, Uncivil of that tree. So this will be a (coughs) branch hitting you in the face. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yep. And it explodes. That's a significant branch. If you say so. (laughs) I don't think so. Uh, no, a two versus your parry, I imagine, will get nowhere. Yep. So you basically go, ah, and bring your arms up, and smack, 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 smack across your face. <laughs> uh, that is your vision entirely obscured this round. There's, there's nothing you can do. Oops. Everyone else is fine, though. Yeah. And you'll fine as well, beyond your smack. <laughs> Three to the face. Yeah, I'll try and shoot some wolves again as well. <coughs> Bang. Um. Do we still get the minus four? No. Not not this round. No, short range, no penalty. You can still. So one them. one person at a time, eh? Resolve one at rather. Oh. Uh, there's no reason we have to do it all simultaneously. So five damage for me. Okay. Uh, so you fire out. Looks like five on the dice. Uh, five to hit. Okay. Yeah, you have five to hit. What damage? Uh, five. Just five straight. Yeah, five okay. straight. So that's it. That's so your three and two and your plus, plus one. one. Plus one. Okay. So 
You do indeed hit a wolf, which staggers but doesn't fall. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then Doctor Strange shoots for the same one. Yeah, um, I got a four on my dice. Is that going to hurt? Yes, it is. Okay. So let's do damage. Uh, oh, shit. Okay, so that's 11. Yep, it's already Plus, shaken, so no, bang! Yeah, no, 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 I can continue rolling. Yeah, yeah, but um, you headshot it. 14. Yep, 14. definitely. As, as it's slowed by Jonathan's shot, you headshot it. Don't mess with this, Granny. <laughs> the wolf disappears to the trees with a thundering... <laughs> as it basically just rolls, bowls forward, collapses on its fullies, and just grinds along the ground. Oh, Lord, it's a place it the tree, Basically. Okay. okay, Pete will take a shot. Yep. And then not to lose his gun again. And he doesn't lose his gun again. That's what we're calling a success. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A bit more tentative this time. Yeah. There's the bang as you hold on to it really tightly. Yeah. I don't shoot any wolves, but I don't. <laughs> Alright. Should I book a safari for you when I return? Hmm, sounds like it'd be quite the excitement. I think you have quite the talent for hunting. <laughs> Two rounds left of this incident. Yep, okay. So, rolling and rolling. Alright, that wasn't so good, but it looks like Jonathan's done well. Uh, six. So, success, which is just enough. We yep. make it single success. Well done. You made all the difference. One more for us. <laughs> Team Wolf goes... Oh. <laughs> they don't get anything? No. no. Good for them. Alright, we are advancing away. They have too many bullets in their face. I think taking care of their outcrops is the most of them. That's long range again. Yep. Okay. So another shoot to the yep. face. This one's the minus fours. Um, did you want to go first? Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, I miss. No, no, you got a four. Minus oh no, four. it's long range again. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know where's my gun, and that's my current stand for victory. Uh, four. Four, eight, eight seven, eight. Yeah, it's 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 Minus four is a success without raise, yep. And that one the wolf manages to just get very lightly clipped by and basically just shakes off. However, it's not looking good for you. Uh, You are definitely successfully outdistancing this for sure. Yep. And last round. Sweet. Come on, Team Wolf! Oh, that was a good riding school. Oh, oh. Uh, eight, nineteen. So plus two on so the Plus two on, and I got an eight, so that's ten. ten. So success with the raise. Yes, so two cards for you, one for the wolves. And um, two mm. more success markers for us. Oh damn! Those wolves are gone. Queen, so we don't have the complication. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. the same. It's the same same. So okay, and you're up first. Short range, no, and melee attacks. Mm-hmm. So the wolf, as as you pull the cart round, you see the wolf, you see a wolf running up, you know, towards the cart this time, mm-hmm. lean out the side with the wrench. Yep. So um, I was just going to keep shooting because then I didn't have to actually draw. Oh yeah, yeah, it's true. Or you could just punch him. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, one of the first because he didn't. Shake, oh no, he didn't actually shake the wolf no. this time, did he? Okay. Punch the wolf. Oh. <laughs> I want to see you punch the wolf. Mm-hmm. 
my suit anyway. <laughs> um, so, 12, 13 to hit. It is a hit with a raise. Cool. So. 3d6 damage. Uh, so that's 12, 14, 15. Okay, so the wolf, this, this big wolf, and you've, this is the best look you've gotten at the thing. It is huge, <laughs> like the size of this table, huge. Um, much, much bigger than what you're used to as a normal American-sized wolf, comes leaping up, goes up towards you, leaps towards the front of the wagon, where Pete basically just grabs it and fends it off with one hand and goes, blam, 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 in short range, firing the magnum repeatedly into its chest. It jerks several times as bloody squibs explode on the other side. Then you just chuck it off the side of the wagon. There's the thud, thud, thud as it lies behind you dead. And you're out of wolves. That's the stopping power of an American gun. We're out of wolves. You don't need to keep You can shoot it, of course. It's pretty easy at this point. <laughs> Thanks for getting the gun back, Bernie. Bernard. Bernie. 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 Magnum. Does what it says. <laughs> Puts holes in things. I the during that took out a few of the Yeah, the girly lady gun no, <laughs> took out what, way more holes. <laughs> you were shitting an old Derringer. Were you rolling 2d6? I thought the Derringer was a no, d6. No, d- no, d- no, it was a d6 and a d4. No, no, I got 2d6 for the Derringer. The damage is 2d6 on the damage? Yeah. 2d6 plus 1. Oh, yeah. right. So it's still a, still a, yeah. still 2d6 on the damage. It's just shorter range. Right. Yeah. Shorter range comes with a bonus to conceal it. Yeah. I have a 0 slash 1. So how come so we were both at a minus... Oh, the chase rules. Chase. It makes more sense when you're all acting at different points yeah. instead of all on the same card. Mm, yeah. Man, chase is a lot faster when you're when you're one person, one card. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And there is still some howling off in the trees. There's presumably still a vast wolf population in Transylvania. Mm, yeah. But they fall. They the, the howling falls rapidly behind you as you spur the cart on with ease. Now. Yeah, probably mm. scared them. Well, we certainly picked off a fair number. Nice shooting, Professor Strange. That was quite the excitement. <sighs> you enjoying the raspberry slices of mm-hmm. LA? Oh, that's good. After Dalvaloni, you like that one too. Yeah, that's, that's all that survives of the party food from the weekend. Oh, did you guys so, manage to get through the, the roll? The chocolate log? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Most of us, we got through the chips. <sighs> so... Oh, no, 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 no. We got we throwing them out. Cold chips. <laughs> Cold chips from the takeaway bar. Yeah. Um. So yes, you're you're winning that chase relatively handily anyway, and then you kill all the wolves. So that kind of ends. The the chase ends one of two ways, which is the five rounds run out and you accrue more success marks, at which point you outdistance them and escape, or you do it the hard way where you gun them down. Hey, we're badass. You are indeed. I like punting the wolf off the, the uh, carriage. <laughs> that was a pretty amazing shot. Though. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, you continue on. Through yeah, I, I see. Like I threw the reins to Jonathan, who catches them handily with his ridiculous dexterity and drives the carriage while I do my awesome wolf murdering. <laughs> <laughs> Admittedly, Doctor Strange um, killed way more wolves, but I killed my one wolf in a way more cinematic manner. Yeah, <laughs> yours looked really cool. Yeah. I was sitting there holding the fort when yeah. you were just like a badass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing the actor wrestling with the puppet. I was trying to roll it of unusual size. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the puppet. 
well, you know, we've we've spent our budget elsewhere. This is, we we blew a lot of money on that giant CGI sand mummy, yeah. <laughs> so we can only afford pop, stop motion puppets this time. Wolf, wolf. It's wolf, a Jared production. Wolf. Wouldn't you just use a really really big puppet, given how much you hate CGI? Yes, yes, I would. It'd be a hand puppet. Yeah, somebody's <laughs> hand stuck at all. Rawr. Rawr. And, and it makes that noise again. I'm a wolf! I was just about to say, it's Zoe doing the, the voice acting for the wolf. Yeah. We didn't have a lot of money on the special effects budget, so we used it in order to do the sound effect. Wouldn't now it? make wolf noises, sweetheart. Can we have Rawr. I'm a wolf! <laughs> like static motions. Hey, if monsters go raw, why couldn't wolves go raw? You you slow your carriage slightly and continue on through the the afternoon. Yep. Um, the rain does actually slack off to just like a very slow patter. It's <clears throat> rained almost since you entered Transylvania. Yeah. Um, and there's still distant thunder and lightning, but you're no longer by any stretch of the imagination in a storm. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, just excellent. Yeah, sorry. Provide um, band aids or what sort of you require them. Mm, no band aid work here. What if I can get to steal it? You're so awesome, Maria. <laughs> I didn't notice. Uh, I hadn't noticed till now the giant pile of vampire blood. <laughs> yeah. well, I got my giant pile of vampire. It's particularly curious. It was hilarious in the context of the pile of genealogy <laughs> books previously. You know, for the last adventure. So. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. Jonathan's totally doing his research wherever we go. I can't do it for all of the adventures. Oh, I was looking for Antarctica. <laughs> I was hoping for the time travel pile of books. <laughs> I don't think I... I could do a time travel Yeah, I could get some Doctor Who. Yeah, I've got, I've got <laughs> if, I, if I had a tale of I'm time sure sitting there dialogue... I'm not sure Doctor Who is good source material. <laughs> time travel? Yeah. <laughs> what else do I have? I can book, bring books with time travel, but I can't bring them like this. One. Yeah, yeah, no, that's go, that's going to be the awesome file. And then dinosaur books for the Savage Latins Antarctica one. <laughs> it's going to be really warm, so you know, d- d- dinosaur books. Okay, so. We're just admiring Miriam's stack of vampire books yes. currently just noticed. I think it's the fact that one of them says vampire with a Y on it. <laughs> you continue on towards Bran. Um, at this point, vaguely starting to wonder where the hell you are. <clears throat> you have not been able to f- actually find maps of this area. Yeah. The, the, the stuff you have gotten from locals, they've given you, you know, moderately moderate directions of follow yay road for about a day-ish. But you've literally mm-hmm. got this hand-sketched map that's got, you know, road, brown. Pirate map. Wait, we're getting... Di- di- yeah. We're getting... Di- um, yeah, that's what I was going to say. We're getting directions to Dactyl's Castle from the local villagers? Uh, Aren't no, they like, no. don't you're go getting, this way? No, you're getting directions to the village of Bran. Oh, right. Which Dracula's Castle is on the outskirts. Right, But okay. there is actually a village there full of people right, as okay. well. Yeah. So you could have legitimate non-Dracula-related purposes. <laughs> yep. Right, so it's in the village of Bran that we'll have to ask for each of the castle. Yep, and get, you don't want to go to the castle. Oh. So night is just slowly starting to come on. You, you guess it's sort of you know five in the evening-ish at this point. Um, and 
cut ahead in about the only good place that you have seen to um, make camp, there appears to be literally a bunch of brightly coloured circus tents set up. Cool. It's a trap. <laughs> Pete's going to head for it. It's, yeah. it's obviously not a village. It's just a, a temporary <clears throat> stop for things. I've always wanted to go to the circus. And where we are. <laughs> and we'll point the wagons at the circus and head on up. And as you approach, there is sort of this sad, warbling <clears throat> calipay music playing. Dee, dee, dee. Dee, dee, dee. Dee, dee, dee. I have one question. Have you seen the Wolfman? And is this the the carnival from the start of that? No, it's not. Damn it! There's not enough references. It's a different carnival. This is the carnival from the Vampire's Apprentice. And Well, that's a very dramatic that's very dramatic music for circus. (laughs) Out comes a man. Um, I assume you're approaching pretty openly. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Well, here's you coming. Out comes a man, um, clearly an albino with like pale, pale white skin, red eyes, um, a bullwhip curled up at his belt, has on a long red coat, top hat on, and long white hair hanging well down below his knees. He looks very freakish and kind of disturbing. Okay, you're right, it's an evil carnival. <laughs> <laughs> We're in Transylvania. <laughs> it could have been a nice gypsy carnival. He right. steps out, sees you, and sort of doffs his hat theatrically and sweeps it. Welcome. Welcome to the campground of the Crooked Kin. I am the ringmaster. Death. <laughs> Are you uh, passing by? Please Are you seeking to stay? Uh, well, we do need some place to stop for the night, so... Please, pull over your wagon and come in. Do come in. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and the ringmaster takes you inside. What is basically, they've got one big tent, it's clearly their big top set up that most people gather in, and then several, several wagons all gathered round in a circle that you'd recognise as being like the sort of gypsiest wagons people live in kind of thing. Um, and the first thing you will see, uh, can everyone make me a fair check? <laughs> fair check. Uh-huh. That's a great start for this this carnival. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I make mine. <coughs> I totally make mine. Remember, you're not on the way to stupidity for once, right? Um, six. Six with three races. Yeah, <laughs> I was about that too. <laughs> no, no, I couldn't explain any of these guys spend mummies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everybody makes that? Yeah. yeah. So. If you have any initial feelings of, dear God, what the hell is that, you can swallow them quite successfully without flinching or running out of the tent or anything like that. Um, in here is what can only be described as a freak show. Um, yeah. The normal person in here is the seven-foot-tall bearded lady, who, who is just Amazonian and dwarfs everyone else in here, possibly even including Pete. Um... <laughs> Yeah, Pete's not seven foot tall. <laughs> there appears to be a man without any arms or legs. Um, there is some sort of shockingly ugly, gigantically tall man that must be suffer from some sort of giganticism. You'd guess he's at least eight feet tall. Um, 
and there is what looks like a child covered in hair, like hair all over him, beard, despite his childish appearance, hair all over the arms, etc., etc. Mm. Um, and what's we got in the crooked pen? There are three women sitting round that from sitting sitting round in the corner that from the back look normal. Um, but as you turn around, they are heavily pierced in thou- like thousands of piercings all over their faces, their ears, their neck, everything like that. Mara's going to make friends with the circus freaks. <laughs> After she runs. Oh dear, I hope none of this is catching. <laughs> well, it's quite yeah. fine. This is, this is part Mara's of Mara's going to talk to as many of these people as possible. Okay, well- and the ringmaster says, Welcome. Welcome to the Crooked Kin. This is... Our bearded lady. Hey, says the woman. <laughs> Our pinheads. They will wave, the, pe- the three pierced woman. Ah, Prince Zar, an exiled prince from the lost cities of darkest Africa. The human caterpillar. The guy with no arms and legs nods at you. Hello. <laughs> in, a, in a very sort of hello foreign accent type thing. Foreign for this area. Um, troll blood. The giant man and fire breather. A little boil of smoke comes out of his mouth. Hey! <laughs> and the wolf child, raised in the raised in the shadow woods by wolves themselves, he is quite feral. <laughs> Think it's a boy on the whole. Not entirely sure. So, what brings you to? Transylvania. Boom! Goes the thunder in the background. Uh, just, you know, visiting, looking about. Have to make a few stops along the way. Heading for the village of Bran right now. Ah. Very few. Very few outsiders in Transylvania. Mm, the ringmaster wonders what you are doing here. And you hear, Ah. I foresee we have visitors, says somebody. And in walks this very gypsy-looking old woman. Um, vaguely like Madame Tufel, but looks a lot less showy in general. She's not made up in gold and lots of chain and everything. She's just dressed in like some fairly casual robes, isn't carrying bones and crystal balls and that sort of thing. But I foresee we have... I, the bones! The bones! I foresee we have visitors! <laughs> Greetings and welcome to the Crooked Kin. I am Madame Zelda, a gypsy seer. Ah, yes, we've, we've met a few of that kind. <laughs> you are welcome to take shelter in our tents for the night. Since the ringmaster, it will be comfortable and safe from the weather and darker things in Transylvania. Uh, sounds good. We'll we'll take you up on that. Brief glance around in case anyone's gonna, you know, do the family meeting you think. No, no, I'm not talking to the freaks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could just sleep in the wagon. It's a bit small. I'm sure we can find our own private corner to uh Camp out on. It's fine. Of course, I'm 
up to you if you want to stay with the, the freakish, creepy circus freaks. Well, you know, I, I kind of figured, you know, in the vicinity of them you, anyway. You, Mara, you go over and start a conversation with the pinheads and they say, and they say, oh my dear, what, what lovely skin you have. Have you considered getting an earring or two? What's or name? a chin beard of, of metal, perhaps. Look what we can do. <laughs> it makes this ting 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 noise like a set of wind chimes. Of course, they can't really come out anymore or our face will fall off. <laughs> just, an, just a circus joke, yeah. Yeah, Mara's enjoying herself immensely yep. with these people. <laughs> Peter's more robust than me and isn't too grossed out. <laughs> so you're actually going to sit down with the crooked kid and um, yep. sleep, sleep in here for the night. So yeah, that's the, the, the wagon is kind of a little bit smaller <laughs> and it is actually raining out there. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm probably <laughs> going to talk to the Lucia lady and see what she sees in the future for my little kitty cat. <laughs> I am Mademoiselle's gypsy seer. The visions are in my blood. Do you seek knowledge of the future, my dear? I indeed do. My my husband, Thomas, he he has come to an unfortunate accident and his soul has been trapped inside the, the, the body of this cat. I was just wondering if you could foresee any progress in getting him back to his original body in the future. May I? Oh, but of course. He's Wah. quite tame. Wah. Wah. Oh, be careful. Be careful. She's literally doing this. <laughs> I think you want to stop that, Susan. Tom um, is shouting at you. No, no. You can watch me down. If you, if you could. He says it's rather sensitive there. She looks into his eyes and he looks at her and she snaps back. Um, and can you make me a quick notice check? Or empathy, actually. Empathy? Uh, D8, yeah, I'll go for empathy. Does she know what she's doing? Oh, shit, I have no idea. <laughs> was that a crit fumble? No, no, no it wasn't no. a crit fumble, it was a one and a two. Okay. So, <laughs> I have no idea what she's you received, doing. You received no further information from the GM. Oh, so what does she, she say? She, she can't see anything? or No, that's you. No, 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 you, 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 you fail your empathy check, the GM doesn't tell you. A thing that he might otherwise do. Okay. You, you, it's essentially you as the player are left to draw your own conclusion as to whether she's, uh, okay. you know, a hideous fake trying to kill and eat you, etc., etc., etc. Just doesn't know anything about cats. Yeah. Well, doesn't know anything about cats actually. Whether or not she can see the future, that's another thing. Yeah. It's the worst possible role to do with her husband in his future. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's highly appropriate. <laughs> I see a spark of intelligence inside his eyes, but if your husband's soul is in there, it is beyond my powers to see. My, earth, my unearthly eyes lie in the future not the present and for Tom I see <laughs> she leans back ah most interesting and then go silent what do you say? I see Dr. Strandick and he's thought about it's all some money well it is difficult to say 
I am distracted by our present circumstances, wondering where the crooked, crooked kin's next coin will come from. Oh. And looks up at you. Blink, blink, blink. <laughs> oh, it, it is it is just here in front of you, and she pulls out a note. British pound. Quite valuable, you see? Tink, 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 stretches out the note. Oh, yes. Ah, yes. <laughs> it disappears as if by magic. The future is becoming clearer. I see a great trial ahead for this cat. I see an old enemy ahead. I see... I see... And then her eyes go wide, they roll up in the back of her head, and she falls over in a faint. And those of the crooked kin who are not um, completely immersed in the conversation elsewhere rush over to her, and very rapidly everyone else will be aware of her. I'll do a heel check. Yeah, go for it. Um, nine. Um, you can bring her round comparatively easily. You just sort yeah. of pick her up and gently, you know, shake her, shake her slightly, pat her face, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you are, however, quite confident that she has legitimately passed out. She's okay. she either she's not faking it, or she's able to actually make herself pass out, which is doable but exceedingly difficult. Yeah, it's a um, great act. <laughs> So there's, you know, something actually semi-legit behind this. Okay. Um. Do you, you, you were telling me more about this, this mysterious man that had my husband. Uh, forgive me, dear. I saw something... something terrible. Terrible? A fog rolled in. And then came the end of all things. The only mist and a handful of shadows. At the back of the crowd, as soon as she says this, Mara goes shock, like yeah. stiff and white face. <laughs> is, is this soon or is this in the far future? I sense the trial will be upon the trial, the old enemy will be upon you soon. Fog lies in the more distant future. Shakespeare. I am sorry. Such things are unclear. Oh, but of course. And she pulls out another pound and then puts it in, into her hand. It, it, has, it, I, it has been. It, it doesn't actually dis- She. It doesn't disappear at this point. She does take it, but doesn't yeah. poof out of your hand. Yeah. Magic. I. Thank you, my dear. This is. This has been very valuable news for me. I will make good use of this. I am sorry. That is all, Mademoiselle Lucy. And the ring must come to I think, mademoiselle, you may be tired of the night. Come, my dear, come, come. That, that last pound was a, a gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very classy. <laughs> yeah. And poor Kathy has Despite their initial freakish appearance of things, um, <clears throat> a- as you sit down and talk to them, the crooked kin are actually, you know, reasonably personable. Mm-hmm. Um... They, they all obviously have a bunch of really freakish mutations. Yeah. Mm. Um, this kind of carnival freak show probably doesn't appeal to you. I mean, the human caterpillar's appeal is he has no arms and legs. Mm. That's just kind of sad. 
I'll probably hang out with the uh, really big guys. Yeah. I can relate <laughs> to really big guys. <laughs> um, but, you know, they, they are actually quite nice people. They will entertain you somewhat with a bit of fire breathing and juggling and that mm. sort of thing. I'll, just, tell, I'll tell some stories to entertain them back. Just just a very casual act as opposed to their, their whole stick. Yeah. Um, but it's it's actually remarkably pleasant evening. You could join the act. No one is to <laughs> Would kind of blow my cover. Um, I, I will be asking uh, where these guys are busy with other actors and stuff. Yeah, I'll be asking if um, there's been any news about a patchwork man. Uh, you can oh yes, you guys had an adventure uh, with Frankenstein. Roll me a streetwise check. Streetwise. It's less will they tell you and more do they in the first place. Uh, that's a four. Um, they have, of course, they have actually heard of a patchwork man, uh, the Beast of Bran, that has been haunting this area for several years now. It's it's supposed to be responsible for. They have no real details, you know, a string of murders and bad things and child abductions and etc. etc. Which they describe as being a very Frankensteinian monster patchwork man. The descriptor sounds differently different from the one you're thinking of, though. Oh, interesting. Several Frankenstein's monsters. And people. Evening passes. Um, they will share some some food with you, which is palatable but not particularly good. You obviously have better stuff with you. Yeah, but we can share ours with them. Um, and are you all going to go blissfully off to sleep for the night, or are you actually going to keep a watch? No, we're going to set watches. Okay. Well, I'm going to sleep. I'm just a little kid. Yeah, yeah. I'm an old lady. <laughs> yeah, okay. old ladies don't sleep. They men a nap. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine Pete, Jonathan, and Mar- or Pete, Jonathan, and Bernard keep watches. Keep yeah. watches. <laughs> so, Bernard, as as you are up, um, just kind of watching about the place, um, the kin, many of the kin, have wandered out, presumably back to their own wagon style thing, um, which, based on what you've seen, are probably big enough to literally fit them in sleeping, and that's about it. Um, and. You see the bearded lady and two of the pinheads um, come in and look around for the ringmaster who is sleeping in this big top. And they go over, wake him up, and start this uh, hushed conversation that looks somewhat frantic. I'll, um. Can I go this now? Yes, you can. I will. Are you going to go become invisible? Sort of. Nobody notices the battle. I'm just. Calmly, sort of tidying things up around in an unobtrusive fashion. A feather duster materializes into your head. <laughs> uh, wow. One on the dice, uh, one on the skill dice, but that's thirteen. Okay. So, so that does nothing to you. Yes, but nothing. Um, I think compellingly relevant. Um, so it shapes you. Which is not a particularly big concern. Um, I push the on the spell you did well, just not fully mm. well. <laughs> can you then make me spirit check to unshake, essentially? Yes. Okay. 
so that would be your third round. So it, essentially all that happens is you throw yourself off your balance for a while trying to look for the most unobtrusive way to approach them quietly. And it, it's literally your spell duration starts running out as you unshake and etc. Et but you can just burn a couple more power points. So right. it's, it's not um, problematic yeah. for you. Uh, it's it's only the more the, the shake it's more a problem in combat style of thing. Um, so you move over surreptitiously behind them, and um, one of the pinheads actually glances over in your direction. Her eyes literally take Bernard in, you know, look him head to toe, and then just kind of gaze on like he's not even there, just mm. sort of ignoring him. He's, he's literally two feet from them, standing yeah. there, lurking over them, lurking behind them, listening to the conversation. You're part of the furniture, yeah. and they're having this hushed conversation um, the two pinheads are frantic because the third one ha- went, the third one apparently slipped out of their wagon in the night and hasn't come back and they haven't seen her in a couple of hours and don't know what's happened um, and the bearded lady is tr- the bearded lady is saying we have to we should wake these strangers and tell them no no if they sense weakness they will rob us take the rest of us. Strangers cannot be relied upon. Not by the crooked kin. We have no friends anywhere. You know this as well as I do. I fear we will have to either hunt for her alone, and I will not risk anyone else in the dark. Or we must abandon poor lady. No! Say the other two. Oh, I'll think of this point. Yeah. At which point you, you appear. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they, they all startle. <laughs> Yes. His, his, his eyes go shifty, 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 shifty. He looks very Jonathan like. <laughs> in fact, has the same hindrance you do. <laughs> Although, in his case, it's kind of red and glowing as opposed to shifty. I uh, know, he's also ugly. Ah, yes. <laughs> wow, and that's quite the stack yes. of charisma penalties. Yeah, it's a side circus fruits. Yeah. I don't think there's anyone in here that has positive charisma. <laughs> Madame Zelda? At least the other? Uh, no, no. Every single one of them has ugly. No, except Madame Zelda. Yeah. So she has zero. Yeah. Being the most attractive person at the surface. Mm-hmm. Go on. Um, um, yes. Yeah. Yes. I apologise for intruding, but I do assure you that we will mean you no harm. We can be friends of yours. Now, you, you see, you've, you've lost one of your friends. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, says, says one of the pinheads, Letty, she she went out into the night. The third one looks a bit distressed. She said she heard singing. She wanted to just go out and look 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 out at it for a moment. I didn't hear anything. I was half asleep. I thought she'd go back to bed. I thought she was just dreaming. But but she hasn't come back. It's been an hour, maybe two. Maybe she just ran into a giant magnet or something. Let me go and um. <laughs> It's actually very possible that I'll miss it. Like a magnet is an advanced scientific device. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Alright, yeah, I'll head back to the party and shake, 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 shake. Yep. And presumably brief us. Yes. Yes, we'd better we'd better go out and hunt, we'd better go out and hunt for um, this lady. Yep. Yeah. Right, she may rather go friends with Mara. Hmm. 
I think it's probably best if we if we all go rather than not. We can always sleep late once we return, but um, yeah, it's uh, probably best none of us wander off into the dark in Transylvania on our own. Well, we the we should repay the kindness that was given to us by these. Yes, let's let's go. Let's go talk to the um her two um kinsfolk and. The the ringmaster looks very surprised by this. We little to nothing to offer you. It is obvious from your clothes that the, the paltry sum we could afford to pay you was worthless to you. Well, we, um, you've um, taken us in as... Um, given us hospitality. That's more as, as, my fr- as my friends say, um, the least we can do is try and track this um, young woman down. Uh, wait, are they young or old woman? Uh, they are comparatively young. Yeah, yeah, yeah tra- track this young woman down for you. wish to do so, that would be of great assistance to the crooked kin. We are not armed, and it is dangerous to venture into the dark woods at night. I'm sure we'll be fine, Fitz is cracking his knuckles, patting his madman. <laughs> uh, they, they can actually provide anyone who wants one with lights, among other things. With uh, lights? No, just oh. But literally burning torches lights. Okay. I'll take one. Yeah, <laughs> I think everyone should get it. It is the classic mob villager burning pitfall. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I've got my light. If we're going out into the dark, I'll take one. Yep. <laughs> well, um, Mari got on great with the flaming torch last time she had to battle things because she set them on fire. That does mean we've got fire in addition to the more sophisticated Jonathan light source. Yeah. Um, and Elise and Poppy, the two pinheads that are still here, can very rapidly tell you the same story. Um, Letty said she heard singing from out in the woods. Um, from, from out at the edge of the camp, rather. Um, Poppy, who was sort of half asleep, told her she was silly and dreaming and kind of rolled over and went back to sleep. But she definitely went off that away. Cool. We'll go that away. And I'm sticking very close to you. Yep. Sounds good. Because mm-hmm. he's the big really And it's dark outside. <laughs> I'll, I'll hold your other hand, or I'll, I'll, I'll hold your shoulder. Or well, I'm gonna go first because I'm the one with survival. Yeah, yeah. Jonathan, Jonathan leads the way. Um, well, this time we're gonna go to the party with survival. Yeah, yeah. this will be nice. Yeah. So you creep through the woods at yeah. night. It yeah. is dark and foreboding. Doctor Strange and um, Mara holding hands, and Mara is sticking right behind Peter. <laughs> Burly in it. I imagine her looking right up the rear, holding Tom, being up with a kind of resigned. Yeah, my gun. I'm apparently broken at this. That's where it just kind of rolls along by itself, doesn't it? That's awesome. Jonathan, can you make me a survival check? There's no one. There's no one who can actually assist you with this. No, no, there isn't. Oh dear. Three. We might want to give him a hand with that. Hmm. Does anyone have spear? I think you'd be the... Does anyone have spear whites? I have only whites, but I've only got three. Um, well, I'm happy. I want, so I want this to succeed. You, you are pretty calm. You, you can find your tracks very easily leading yeah. out of the camp. That's no real problem. Um, you do start losing them. You're pretty sure you can track them back again. It's just going to be a slower process. Yeah, no, I've, I've got my deluxe survival kit, so I've got a plus one. Oh, oh so no, that doesn't no. pass. Yep. 
Then you think, ah, you know what would really help with this? My compass. Yeah. And you pull it out. You know, glow in the dark compass. You glow in the dark compass and get that plus one bonus. You realize you actually because it's got uranium on it. (laughs) And you can find your tracks leading off into the woods. Um, But uranium's perfectly safe in this era. They don't follow a terribly straight line. In fact, what you see is she, she walks along for several minutes, stops, sort of turns around, and then goes off in a different direction, stops, turns around, goes off in this direction, style of thing. Um, you, your guess would be that she's being led on by something, um, yeah. but not something that is leaving any tracks of any kind. However, you, you can follow this. Yep, follow it. I'm going to call it now. Yeah. yeah. We wrote one before last se- last, last nah, campaign. Nah, nah, nah. It's it's going to be one of the brides. Yeah. And my money's on Cyrus. You follow her out. You you follow the tracks, and ah, there up ahead in the dim, distant light, in the darkness, in the woods, you can just see what looks like a. A figure. Actually, you you can see it's her because there's a lot of reflective glinting (laughs) as you shine a light over there. Um, She is lying basically curled up around some tree roots, hands up around her head like this, uh, apparently asleep, looking comparatively comfortable. Okay. Um, She certainly appears to have all her arms and legs and isn't covered in blood or anything like that. I at least will call out uh, her name's Letty. Yep. Letty. She does not wake up. Uh, Doctor Strange, Professor, yeah. St- is it Professor or Doctor? Doctor, Doctor, Doctor Strange. Uh, that looks. Is there any weird hooju about this? <laughs> um, a that cold? looks hoojuey. The fact that she's a just cold lying out here. Uh, a cold. That looks okay. hoojuey to me. Maybe she's tired from carrying so much metal. And can everyone make me a spirit check? Well, oh. Maybe a cult first, and then a spirit. Oh, it's the same roll. Yeah. Um, you still have to roll. I exploded. Um, Thirteen for my cult. Yep. I made my spirit check. Um, five on my spirit, so I pass. Ooh. I crit fumbled my spirit. Oh. Uh, Bernard, can you make me an athletics check? <laughs> oh, dude, you're gonna give yourself a mental scar. <laughs> To pass just just a success. Yeah. Okay. So, Doctor Strange, you're looking at those trees that yeah. she's lying in and thinking, you know, they look like those those very classic big movie gnarled oaks sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. But actually, they they don't look right. They the problem is that they look less menacing than the rest of the forest around them, and that's what sets that that's what alarms you about this. Yeah. Because that's the sort of predatory behaviour that supernatural things you use to lure you in. Mm-hmm. Um and you have this vague idea in your head that you can hear singing of some kind, just just like on the edge of your hearing. Yeah. It's very easy to ignore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it does put you in mind. Ah, you think these may be siren trees? Damn it! Victory! They of course lure you close. Uh-huh. Yeah, I didn't um, say trees, but I did say siren. Closest one. And then devour you. Either, Good either very rapidly. They they capable of devouring you very rapidly, literally 
they open those big horror movie tree mouths and go om nom nom and eat you. Mm. But their preferred method is to merely wind the roots around you and absorb nutrients off you over the course of several days or weeks. Yeah. Because that provides them with a much better feast. Yeah. Um, so they are intelligent, they are malevolent. Mm. You succeed with the raise, you lost this. They lure people in with their song. Yeah. Literally compelling people to approach closer to them. Yeah. Um and birds walking forward towards the trees. Most notably, most notably about them is that they are immobile. They are literally trees. They cannot move. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bernard, you you're looking at this young woman, thinking, "Oh, someone should go over and help her or something." And then you hear this sort of very sweet, high pitched song singing in in almost an English accent style of thing. Oh, jeez, that's um, highly desirable. It, it, it's it's basically you know whatever Bernard <laughs> thinks his fantasy woman sings like. That's the voice that you are hearing. This beautiful melody. Um, that sounds like the Queen's singing. And <laughs> you you completely forget all of the things that make no sense about this. You know, why is someone like this singing out here in the woods? Why can't I see the singer, even though as he should? That's meaningless. Obviously, there's something just over there, and you 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 feel the need to go closer to it, and your feet start to pull you closer, and then you get carried away in the song entirely and start running forward because you crip fumbled instead of merely failing. Um, <laughs> And at this point, we will go into initiative. Yay! <laughs> yeah, so, Doctor, I, I think, for drama's sake, Doctor Strange says, "Oh dear, siren trees. No one should go any." And that's when Bernard starts. <laughs> no one running. should go any. Dig, 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 dig. <laughs> oh no! I did well. <laughs> and oh good, this is definitely a time to this is definitely a time to make your initiative by as much as possible. Well, at least I go before the siren trees, but only just. You don't remember only going to support the sun. Oh, okay. We need a, a map. Including Bernard. Is, is anyone remembering um, Miriam going up to determination to go outside to get killed by vampires? Come what may. Hey, <laughs> I went out with, with my bottle of holy water. Yeah, and that was in my hand. But there's no denying you were pretty determined to make that. You really made that initiative check by quite a lot. At least you weren't prepared. Did wrenches kill trees? <laughs> I wish I had a torch. Depends on what it looks like mm, an acorn uh, tree. Bludgeoning damage, isn't it? Yeah. Wipes. What? Do you your right names? Oh, Torch no, I'm going to hit it. I'm going to nuts. That joke was a bit bludgeoned. Oh. You think you should have left it alone? My bark is worse than my bark. Ugh. I don't know, these are getting pretty acorny. <laughs> so, you've got a bunch of actual trees all the way around here as well. Um, with Doctor Strange's rage, she can easily pick out what is not necessarily obvious to the naked eye, but you know, those five there are the things we need to worry about. Yeah. Uh, it's only one for the chick with the fillet on her face. Um, <laughs> that could be her. Judge of things. 
<laughs> she's not a freak. She is lying against the tree in the back. Yeah? He uses Jaja Banks. That's <laughs> yeah. all back here. And burn it! <laughs> Runs two zones forward as fast as he can. Yeah, yeah he made a single success on his. Oh, he's yes, flattering, he, he, he No, no, he moves one. Yep. And then gets a success move an extra one. You're right, yep. Um, so hang on, there's a zone crossing here? Yes, here. there is. No, 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 here. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. Um, where's the green, get the green and white board marker and do a little dash on the front. Yep. I think we want to move in this. Yes, we do. Yeah, because we're missing a... Mr. Wright disappears back into the plot. So we no longer have a account. We are staying close um, to Mara and Vernon was with Jonathan, but now he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you wait, what? No, you're supposed to work away from the picture. And who's the first one up? Uh, yes. Uh, so do I have any idea of how we can take out this tree? Um, they're actually, because they are basically, um, Creatures rather than necessarily straight trees, they're actually much less tough than you might think. Like they, it's not like actually fighting a tree. You don't what, have to we can actually we can actually fight the tree. Yeah, yes, because they're okay. essentially entirely hollow inside. Okay. So instead of being you know two, instead of being three meters of solid oak that there's like a bullet would just bounce off it, they're a li- they're an inch of oak and then it's all organs on the inside. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll relay this to people. So, so they, they should be quite killable by standard um, methodologies. Shoot them, Jonathan! She says. They've taken my butler! <laughs> <laughs> Your butler? <laughs> no, I mean you. <laughs> oh. uh, yep, you, you have one more piece of information, and it can be that if you want it. Um, any soldier is not going to deal them any sort of area damage, so things of, of you've got like bullet, like bullets as mm. little piercing weapons do them half damage. Ah, okay. Whereas the wrench will actually be quite good for oh, beating on them with. Yeah, so bludgeoning weapons is good. It, it, essentially anything that isn't going to just deal little damage compact in a little area, like okay. bullets, arrows would what be good as well. Be- much better. Okay. Knives and wrenches are good. Get your knives and wrenches out, and everyone draws their wrench. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we no one except me has melee weapons, and except for Doctor Strange's tiny sacrificial dagger. So, yeah. oh, I've heard it's up. Tiny one. Tiny Jonathan's turn. Jonathan, at the start of your round, can you make a spirit check? Susan, could you pass me the book, please? You hear the song. Uh, four, so six. And you feel no compulsion to go any closer to the trees than you want to already. <laughs> So all of them are bad trees, or just the one? All of them. Okay. I, I have I've, bothered, I've put them on as drawn things instead of minis because they're literally incapable of moving. Yeah. They will remain there forever. Yeah, no, that's fine. I just wanted to make sure there wasn't a specific tree that we needed to have. It takes more an additional action to draw the blade of a bladed umbrella. Oh right. I don't know if that's something Jared wants to enforce, or if it's just. Uh, yes, because the upside you get is it's a secret weapon. Mm. 
I mean, that said, I don't really have any problem with you've come out in the middle of the night to find monsters in the woods. Yeah, so, so Rory, but, but if, if you're just yeah. carrying it round as an umbrella, if you're just carrying it round as an umbrella or you don't have an out, then it's an action to draw and an action to achieve the Given you're blade. only poking around here, everyone in the Crooked Kin have told you the Transylvanian woods are full of monsters. Yeah. I, I will move forward and try and get to her Go so I can pick her up. So there's your one zone of movement? Yep. Are you going to take a shot at a tree as well? Well, you can athletics to run closer to her um, or whatever. Oh, that's right. You're really fast. Yeah, go, do go you want to take any other actions or do you want to run flat out? Which gives I'll, you I'll extra, extra athletics. I'll run flat out. Yeah, so plus two on top of whatever you're rolling. You rolled too well. So that's a... Nine. Nine. Runs you forward two zones. Fleet Footer gives you the ability to run as a D10, which wild I see dice is D- Wild Dice is a D10 when you're running. Yeah. And, and plus two to other non-running um, speed-related actions, essentially. Right, cool. so that's right, so that doesn't matter. But you do speed, run like a, yeah. a tiny deer. Jonathan yeah. runs forward past slow old Bernard. Yep. <laughs> um, Speaking of who? Bernard, can you make me another spirit check? That's past. Okay. Uh, you hear the song and, and wonder for a moment what you're doing so close to the trees. Uh, you cannot move backwards. You may move anywhere else you wish. Well, yes. So act as normal. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Essentially, you're still feeling like somewhat lured towards them. Your feet are shuffling very slowly forward towards them. You've got to almost fight that impulse. You don't think you have, say, the strength of will to turn around and flee back in the direction you came from. So hang on, which tree has he been drawn to? Is he the closest tra- one to him. Okay, so what... what you see he was running towards that tree? Yes. Okay. Yes. I can't leave that zone. Because yeah. it's away from the tree? I, I, no, you can go sideways, you just can't go back this way. Oh, okay. You are, you are in the middle of the grove now, essentially. Um, in any case, Bernard is feeling rather disoriented. Uh, wonders what he's doing. Looks around for his luggage truck. Yep, which you have, of course, pulled with you. Even even you lured in you. Did you just Ben Carson us? Um, it's he actually up to. Uh, uh, his his hindrance yeah, compels him to be the first round of every combat. So uh, yeah. like <laughs> no, he did this last time. Okay, yeah, I just recognised the political reference. Uh, and. Um, I don't think you need to do some political reference. Okay. Mara on the red 10. It's just a... Right. Um, so, athletics checked uh, the tree. Yeah. And then setting it on fire. Not attacking, just setting it on fire. Yeah. So that would be two actions, wouldn't it? So, it, do you want to close to melee with it, or just yes. chuck the torch at it? No, no, close to melee. Okay, so you will need to um, actually... Sprint up on it then. You've got to move into it. Yeah, athletics check. Yeah, that's why. Yep, yep, by all means. And like, okay. you minus two? Yep. I think that succeeds, yes. Yep. yep. So Mara is in melee. Yep. yep. You run up to run up to it sort of between the roots and branches and things. Oh, does she <laughs> make a spirit cheek on the start of her round to see if she's compelled to jo- jo- go join the tree? Uh, it, it's actually, yes, but it's irrelevant because what it would be luring her to do is run close. Oh, right. <laughs> but it, I was wondering if it's the effect would be a, it's no, trying to prevent her no. from sitting her on fire. If she's, if she's doing that anyway, okay. there's no problem. Sweet. So I feel this is what I want. Okay, and then it's a fighting roll, I believe. Yes, the, the spirit check is about whether or not you get a choice about approaching them. If you choose to approach them anyway, it's irrelevant whether you pass or play. Uh, yeah. 
Nope. That is a fail with a one on the skill dice. But does that does that mean she uses the torch? No. No, well, that's just magic, I think. A would very likely be you drop the torch and it yeah. burns out in the weird cloud. Well, that means you can just have another go next time. I think the setting yeah. of the tree on fire is a sound so tactic. You, you jab out for the tree, and you, you'd expect this to actually be easy because it's a big immobile tree, but it moves as you jab towards it. The whole thing sways and its branches come up and bash the torch away. Hmm. So it is actually capable of parrying you, it is not an immobile object. Nice. Can I just ask, when you use a one of these skull dice to Spell casting. Uh, when you're shooting, you run out of ammo. Right. Um, and there's a handful of little ones, but those are the two main ones. And crit fumbles. Yeah, yeah crit fumbles and double sna- uh, snake eyes, though, so it's not the one on the skill dice that matters. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's primarily a spell casting thing. Right, okay. Um, same thing as Mara, yep. um, but for this tree. Yep, yep. That's only one zone, right? Correct, you only close to melee with the tree. So, but it's not like two zones because I'm going to aim. No, 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 no concept of that. You yep, you're yep. fine. Yep, I'm in melee with that tree, with yep. my wrench. Yep. And I'm now going to give a two minus two bash the tree with my wrench. Minus two? Because two. I did that turn. Oh, yeah. Minus the eight. Three. Here we go. That is a four, so that will probably miss. Okay, you bash at the tree, um, and it does actually try and knock your blows off with its branches, but it's still a semi-immobile. Sweet, it's not very, doesn't have very high power. Um, you crack through one of the branches as you hit it with the winch and basically start bludgeoning into it. Sweet. Okay, strength plus the eight. Yeah, the thing is, if, if it's a completely immobile object and it has a parry of two because you basically hit the wall at any point that you don't botch entirely. Sweet. Okay, um, nine points of wrench damage. Okay. So you swing the wrench down and... Try to bra- bash off one of the local branches. Just realised um, I will actually need many so the trees can be shaken. Yeah, yeah, yes, makes sense. Do we have one of those on every tree? And you smack into it a couple of times... Uh, they should be, they should be unshaken. That no, about, you're that that about shaken. Oh, right. okay. But this, um, this one isn't. You smash into it a couple. Oh yeah, that's right. Must. You smash into it a couple of times, and the branches splinter under your wrench, and <coughs> the um. <coughs> sorry, <coughs> nine. What was it? Yeah. <coughs> okay. Branches splinter under your wrench. You smash into it. You smash through the trunk. And the whole thing begins bleeding out copious amounts of sap, and you just ish, 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 it a couple more times. It cracks and shatters everywhere, and the whole thing goes and goes limp and silent. That's dead. I killed the tree! Yes, you did. <laughs> like yes. The, the bulk of it is still physically there, but it no longer yeah. seems to be doing anything, and huh. you can no longer hear the song in your head from it. Pete looks approvingly at his rich. Derek and craftsmanship. Always oh I figured you, you guys would be better off. Yeah, you're doing a great job, there's, Rick. There's functionally people, no. Uh, people um, actually call out, Good work, John, get the girl. There's functionally no longer a melee zone there because yep. there's no longer a creature opposing you from getting in and out. Yep, see? So. One down. Four to go. And Doctor Strange. No, haven't you gone? No, you've already gone. Um, okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do a cult mumbo jumbo. Um, I'm gonna try and and 
if that's possible. Would you like the, the occult mumbo-jumbo? Um, sure. This is effectively your spellcasting page. These are all the rituals you can cast with occult. Okay. What they entail. Sure. Now, I think the one you're thinking of is Banish. Yeah, that's the usual one. Yeah, which works on ghosts and yeah. demons and extraplanar stuff. Okay. Whereas these are actual physical creatures. So the, the abilities a cult gives you are you can banish ghosts, mm-hmm. you can dispel magic, you can do divination in the form of seances and that sort of thing. So because it's a magical creature, I can't get rid of it without no. it. Any more than you could kill what, a vampire. The, there's four, right? What's the fourth one? Uh, uh, drain power points, you can draw magic out of things, and right. um, zombie is the other one. Right. Yep. Yep, that's right. Um is there any kind of... But you, you've, you've done lots of banishing the last time because you've had lots of ghosts and spectral yeah. mummies and shit. No, that's cool. That's actually for you to keep. If oh, you okay. Sure. Um, do you... Um, is there anything she can do in the nature of, like, an occult trick? Like, to counteract their weird so- singing and stuff? Is, is there any... Um... Uh, not really. Yeah. I could buy, like, actually out singing them, but, um... But that's not a cult. That's, yeah. um, perform or something. Yeah, if there was... What is the perform? It, it, it'd generally be under spirit, given it's not specific enough to be yeah. a perform skill. But okay. it, you'd get penalised for it unless yep. you were actually, you know, explicitly your character was... Well, a you could musician all, of some kind. You could always just break out your tiny sacrificial dagger. You did some good giant mummy stabbing with it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Unfortunately, you've now it. found the creatures we're banished in the answer. I'm like the last adventure. But the no, last adventure is the very... I, I know how to take them down, so... Um, yeah, well, that's the thing. The occult check you made is essentially a knowledge check on the monsters. The yeah. other thing you can do is just move flat out, which means you'll definitely get into melee, join Mara at her tree with yeah. the knife and give her the gang-up bonus. Yeah. Yep. I might do that. Um, I'll do an athletics check. Well, if you want to... doesn't matter. If you, you run if flat you, out... If you're not trying to stab anyway. as well, you just make it. Okay. And then that way you definitely get into yeah. melee with the tree, which means yeah. next round you provide Mara with and, a plus one for setting her on fire. Is, the spirit check is irrelevant because yeah, we're them. we're all bonding with the trees. Okay. Yeah, and the trees. Three tree huggers. Yes. Uh, flash out. So Pete's one is dead. Um, does nothing. Then we'll start with Bernard. Um, Bernard, do the branches from your one bend down like big grasping hands? This is like you've seen the classic movie tree monsters <sighs> coming down around you. And before you know it, there are branches sort of clawing at your shoulder, trying to grab you. Uh, and He's not in melee with it yet, though. No, he is not. So it's reaching. But it has exceedingly long branches. Okay. Like, it, effectively, it's got a reach weapon. Okay. So no, it can fine. reach anywhere in the zone. Um, I'm going to have to get myself a melee weapon. Some description. Sword? So, Bernard, can English you make me an opposed weapon. fighting role? Uh, um, the challenge is weight, but um, if you could afford it weight-wise, a, sh- a long range gun would be tremendous to have in the party. And you'll uh, two difficulty. Three. Okay. So the tree grabs at you and pitches down on your shoulder and you sort of smash it away. And it fails to grapple you. Slap it on the back of the hand with his wood. Man, one of the themes of this campaign is definitely um, sissy grapple checks. (laughs) (laughs) People who shouldn't be very good. Not with old ladies, though. Yeah, the old ladies were hawky. (laughs) (laughs) One. Uh, 
Jonathan and yeah. grabs at you and you fight it off <laughs> because the worst you can do it. Uh, actually, no, because you're an extra, you can fumble, so roll it. Post fighting shit. Yep, you're fine. As long as you don't fumble, you, you generate a result of one. Uh, and Mara, can you make me a post fighting check as well? Three! Go trees, go trees. Uh, that is a one. Aww. But it's dark. Oh. And Mara is scared of the dark. But she's got a light. You are actually holding a torch. Do you yeah, she's holding, it, she's holding a torch and I'm beside her. Yeah, it's the pitch dark woods. Yeah, but I'm beside her. Okay, that's I'm beside her. Yeah. If there's any... If there's any place on this in this time period which holds yeah. Morlocks, this like, forest is totally the, where In the be. village at night is, is kind of a different matter, but in the deep dark woods... Surrounded by literal monsters. Yes, yeah. And I am perfectly happy to go with that. I'm just concerned that this sets your of you off. Sweet. So the tree grabs you. And literally, basically, the big clawing branches come down around your shoulders and almost lift you very slightly off the ground. You're left kicking and going, ah, no, ah. And then a mouth goes, and the big jagged mouth opens in the middle of it. Yikes. Okay, and that's everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Feel free to deal with that. Are you happy dealing with that? Yes, I'm happy with that deal. (laughs) I'm happy with that deal. I'm glad to be a part of it. I think she's doing (laughs) great. (laughs) (laughs) So, Jonathan, you have the first action if you want. Next time we have a chase scene, you're doing the deal. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. If you want to pick up the girl, you need to walk forward into into the melee range. At which point, what do you want to do? You want to pick her up and... Oh, can you make me a spirit? Can you run away is now a relevant question. Sounds like ineffective and then it re-hoots and take it off. Yeah. The closer you get to the tree, the more you hear this beautiful woman's voice singing in Arabic. It's it's quite enticing, but you know it's nothing natural. <laughs> and I you think know, also, listen to it. Jonathan feels an immense moral boost, morale boost, because he's not in Egypt, and these are not mummies. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> And he basically encased in mummies the whole like the whole adventure since yeah. we started the now campaign and no there are no, no mummies pick up. Oh. Um, how much spare weight capacity do you have? <laughs> yeah. How loaded down are you already? Hideously. Hideously. Okay. Um, so, hang on. So uh, let, let's actual numbers would be more useful. Yeah. Yeah. My encumbrance. Uh, he's asking how much Jonathan can actually carry. Because Jonathan's going to pick her up and try and carry her away. Oh, right, right, which right, right, he I can do. Yeah. You, you picking her up is not a problem, but past a certain point, you get so encumbered that you start taking penalties and things. I, I'm already at nine, so I'm already okay. at my thing. So that would be a one and two. So you go up two more steps above what you can carry. So you can pick her up and throw her over your shoulders yeah. in the fireman's carry style of thing. She is unconscious. There are roots like wound around her, but they're literally just sitting on her almost. As you pick her up, there's the slightest resistance. You know, they're, they're wrapped around her arm, but they just pull away as you yank her Sweet, out. Sweet, that's good to know. Um, 
and if you want to run away, you can. You are at minus two to all of your agility and strength-based rolls. Which is actually pretty overcomable with your immense um, speed. Being a joker, yes. Yeah. After that, I'd suggest you heal in Habitica. When Sarah re-logs back on, she's going to do a lot of damage. So with your agility, hasn't been doing Habitica for a few days. A minus two because you have to take an action. I don't know how many dailies she's got. So you you move over to her as a movement action. Take an action to pick her up. Yeah, I'd suggest you. And now you're in minus two for your running away action, and another minus two for the weight, which Joker goes up by two. So net minus two, running action. Uh, so that's a four. Okay. So you may move away a zone. Plus two for the Joker. Um, no, that cancelled out one of the negative twos. But someone had to go get her, so... Yeah, and you're the fastest, so... <laughs> and all of us are over in comfort, so... Yeah, that's why I said that's one of the, the few thing of keeping spare in comfort, Yeah. Um, but the, the, it, it's, you know, carrying <laughs> some stuff fills you up very quickly. There's a tree trying to eat Mara. <laughs> I don't approve of this, actually. <laughs> I'm going to endeavour a an athletics roll at minus two to go over to that tree and reason with it. Yep. With my rage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, mini. <laughs> yep. I enter melee with the tree. Yes, you do. Cool. I have a plus two bonus because, uh, no, possibly a plus one because Mara's being devoured. Uh, no, she's still fighting it. So. Cool. Alright, plus two bonus, so I will throw my. I will make my reasoned argument. Um, so that's a six, so I don't succeed yeah, with the Basically, while it's grappling her, don't fumble, or you'll end up smacking her. Yeah. Oh, that's that's the other one that one's on skill dice matter, shooting into melee. Ah. As you shoot your buddy, or you, you shoot an innocent bystander on ones, which okay. is often your buddy, but it's... it's that's another nine to hit with the wrench, which killed the last... Uh, um, wait, no, sorry. Nine to hit? I, no, I, didn't I just roll a to hit? I have yeah. no idea. Yeah, you rolled your to hit, you hit, you're yeah. rolling damage. Yeah, that's what I thought. Sorry, okay. nine. Did you, hit, did you hit with a raise on your to hit? No. Okay. So, nine for damage? Yep. That's a smash, 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 crack, crunch, crack. Yep. The tree falls down. Oh, yeah. I killed the one you're taking, Mara. <laughs> <laughs> I was clearly designed to kill trees. Oh. <laughs> oh. I, I don't know if that affects him against too many things. I found my... D- distant opponent, which is the tree. So you take a whopping two damage against your toughness, Mara, and shake it off as you fall to the ground. Yep. It's an exploding D3, so it's very unlikely to damage you, but it could. Mm-hmm. You, you know, the tree could thrash around and pile right you on your head. Even <laughs> if this, that caused the tree to drop you, I feel it's a better alternative than being gnawed on by. <coughs> and yes, I know you guys are going to have to go find yeah. your opponent now, but you know, I think that was a worthwhile exchange. I didn't like the giant moor thing. It is tick tick So there's no need to make spirit sheets as long as you are approaching the tree on your turn, essentially. It's a five. You stab the tree, and it tries to knock this away with branches and succeeds to a vague extent, but you still plant the sword into it. So roll damage. Yep, so strength plus d4. So d4, so that's... I guess she has some strength. Oh! 13. Okay. And as you come closer to it, there's the crack, 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 and the mouth opens up. Rawr, at which point you reach inside, sort of jam your arm into the goo, and thrust the sword up to where you would vaguely estimate its brain to be if it had one. And certainly, your blade certainly contracts with something solid inside the tree. 
and it makes a I feel Gwyneth should say something as he does this one rather awesome mutton and the sap spews out from its mouth and then collapses for it just pulls it out wipes off the blade Harley turns around it's dead you probably have a really nice handkerchief plan specifically for this Mara it's three trees down sweet Stupid and more of my almost. I'm going to try well, again. The best the trees. Which trees? Trees? Uh, that the, one, the, that one. The, the, the ones that oh, okay. So the one that Mara was attached to. Okay. I killed it. Okay, I'm going to try Doctor Strange. Um, I will back Myra up because yep. Myra is looking a little fragile at the moment. Um, Same again. Charge wild. Did, did you want to charge wildly in or charge wildly in and hit? Um, no, I'll just charge in. Okay. Athletics at plus two. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yep. You're yep. Quite right. You make it. Yep. <laughs> Doctor Strange makes it. Myra gets to the vicinity, but not doesn't doesn't make it. Yep. That's fine. I'll, you I'll you already pro- pro- you provided me with a plus one to hit the tree on your last round. I appreciated it. The trees see a little girl they can eat. (laughs) (laughs) Doctor Strange isn't isn't really. Doctor Strange is also an elderly woman. (laughs) She has no meat on her bones. Oh, Oh, yeah. I suppose Myra. Oh, sorry. It's it's still Bernard. No, no, no. No one's been for the other cats. Yeah. Sorry. My turn. My turn was last. So. Yep. Doctor Strange, the tree actually sort of leans forward somewhat with a great creak of bark, and the jaws bite at you. As it gets to hungry, hungry tree. Okay, mountain sheep. Yay! This is good. Uh, <laughs> you are defending Mara, however. Uh, that would be a four versus your parry. My parry is four. Okay. Five so with the dagger, which is in my hand. Okay, so reaches and bites towards you and you slash away at it. And the yourself. dagger gives you a plus yeah, one gives me a five. Yep. Alright. It's an awesome dagger. That's enough that it misses. Uh, Jonathan's actually left that zone with the other one, hasn't he? Yeah. It flails ineffectually. Yep. And it's time um, for a shuffle. And that's it. Yep. Well, we're just a tree killing machine. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I think. What you need to do if you roll across another old granny is to tend her into a tree first. <laughs> then grab life. And actually managed to grab someone. Yeah. <laughs> a different story. Well, they did manage to grab Myra, it's just oh, that wow. I killed them. <laughs> yes, it just didn't get to eat her. Well, that was why Which I Which is, of course, them. step one, pick up, step two, oh, into the mouth. Mm. Everyone's initiative is a little bit less. Freeze! Awesome. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. Why aren't the trees quick? I think she's doing an awesome job. Okay, Bernard. Bernard will do an athletics check to try and get into my that history. Yep. And attack. Success, so I get to move one extra thing. So that, that gets you into melee with the tree. And thinking. Two's a four. Minus two. Minus two. Oh, yeah, my third wouldn't have passed, sorry. Mm. I think it's a backup one. I'm not in the way. Yep. Cool. Sorry. Uh, who's next? Mm. Doctor Strange? Yep. Um, I will. You stab the tree. <laughs> Smash the tree. Smash the tree. Uh, so it's 
Dialect to prune you. Yes, I am going to be an arborist. Oh. Tim. Oh, truly, you hit it with a raid. Yes. Um, oh. right, I'll need another d4. Uh, oh, 2d4 and a d6, because you hit it with a raid. Ah, okay. All good. Uh, so that's 5, 6, six is 11. 14. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you, you got sacrificed you to the You across gods. the line where you think it's like it doesn't actually have eyes, but where you think they would be. Oh, it's probably down the like the length of the bark or something. Oh, There's yeah. probably a weak spot there where yeah, it's you slightly scour, skinnier. Scour away at the weak spot. Yeah. And it. <laughs> what does it do? Does it puff up? Or it does it, it just bleeds. Or? It bleeds a whole bunch of sap and then kind of wilts and sort of collapses like this. It still looks like. A largely undamaged immobile tree, albeit with a huge amount of sap bleeding out from it. Mm. But it clearly stops moving, the mouth shuts as if it was never there, and all the arm and arm limbs go rook forward. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I get my dainty handkerchief out. Quite. <laughs> Alright. Turn over the cat? Yeah. Alright, and. Fine. I'm perfectly happy to say this is a pretty done duck at this point, but um, we oh, want to keep going. Yeah, let's keep going. Well, Alright, um, I'm making an athletics check yep, to yep. run flat out. I'm not actually trying yep. to, um, I get. So, um, however, I did do very well there, so that's an 8. So that's two successes. Yep. And I get to one extra zone Correct. automatically. So, so it's one, spaces. two, three. I'm in melee with the next, the last three. Yep. Like a laugh that turns around to laugh. <laughs> right, one last time. Move up and try to, you know, send it on fire. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You sound nope. Crap, I'm going to drop this. You, yeah. you As you're running forward at this point, you stumble slightly. The torch grounds in and goes, foof, lights out. Okay. <laughs> Shit. Wow. <laughs> yeah, she's not moving from that spot until she gets yeah. a new light source. Yeah, you literally <laughs> hit the ground, extinguish the torch, and then lie on the ground going, Mom, <laughs> oh, Mara. The tree. It's the one single tree. The tree. Rah, it tries to bite me. Yep. It can. With a five, might succeed. What's the name? Perry? Yes. Six. (laughs) 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 Oh, wait, sorry. This is using its awesome bite attack that gets a plus one, too, so it will hit you. Okay, it hits me. But can it beat his finger? Eleven. Ah, that's an explosion. Ah, yes. Thanks for pointing that out. (laughs) Twelve, thirteen. So that's a success. Um. Plus four, I believe it's a success in one wound. So as you are basically running forward towards it, your arm comes out, and the tree leans forward and snaps down on it, and you feel crunching pressure. Yep. Pete is shaken and wounded. Yep. Let's uh, do that. I will spend a Benny on a soak roll. Okay, make a bigger check. Uh, is Success with the race. Yep, you feel fine. It snaps down on your arm, and you go mm, flinch and pull yep, your arm back out. You've got like some manly bruises on Yep, feet is tough. You are unshaken as well. So you basically just flex your muscle and try open the jaw that way. Pretty yep. much. Wow. <laughs> Bites down your bicep and you okay. <laughs> force it back up again. That's American ground beef. Do I still need to make a. Yes, if you're trying to run away, just trying, still trying to do you. Return <laughs> for the hard 
you roll away. Seventeen. Yes, I bring Jar Jar Binks. Because I have to. Five. Run, run, run. As fast as you can. It's one zone. Yeah. Yep, we're just, you're still moving her out of the further away from the creepy remaining tree. Okay, and it's one more round. This will be the round where the tree turns it around. <laughs> Death to its enemies. Only has five of you killed. Why didn't you give me the. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, two joke rounds. <laughs> oh god, that's this happens. Oh my god. I'm so tired to have the tree so joke it, but no. Thirteen? Yeah, you you stab the cheese out of it, you get a raise. So twenty-six. Fourteen, because you've got a game out bonus as well. <laughs> Plus two from the Joker. So three, four, five, six, seven. Ah, the tree is merely shaken. <laughs> <laughs> Did you add the plus two damage from the Joker? Yes. <laughs> then the tree acts. Yep. <laughs> it's going to try and unshake. It's going to try and unshake. <laughs> Which it will succeed with a raise. Oh, oh it's going to have another go at eating me. <laughs> In fact. Oh, good enough. Yep, it's going to try and eat the last one who stabbed it. Oh so shit, he's critting oh. you, dude. <gasps> Holy heck! Oh, he's gonna gosh. destroy that, you! That would be a hit with a raise, quite comfortable. You're going to be Barbellos! Okay, I'm sorry, guys. When I said let's fight it out, I didn't think this was going to be the killer tree of death. <laughs> the others were kind of pansy. So, as you reach forward to stab it, the tree snaps at your arm and there's a way on it for eight. Eight versus toughness? Yep. No, toughness is four. So. Shaking and wounded. Oh, so, so it hit your par- it hit his parry? Uh, yes, by, by 30 million. Right, right okay. <laughs> I, I gave up on the third explosion. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, I'll yeah, so I don't need to ask how high his parry is because I'm pretty confident it's not over 12. Yeah. <laughs> is it to soak? Is it bigger? It's a bigger roll. Mm. Oh, plus two for that. Yeah. It exploded, so that's mine. Okay. You soak. So, you are uninjured. Yeah. It bites down your much more frail arm. <laughs> Instead of muscling out, you just kind of ow, 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 and yank it back away. You have a handkerchief. You have a, a handkerchief with some yeah. sort of chamomile. As, a, as or I say, I'm it. sorry, guys. I didn't realize this was going to be the death tree. <laughs> this is the boss one. So yeah, this, this it's the one at the end of the grove. Yeah, it's, yeah. Mm. Right, I'm going to. Uh, oh, that's right. Let's do it. Run away. Oh, Jonathan doesn't need to turn. No, spirit. Yeah. Or I still make it. Yep. And yeah, you can. You don't need to bother making the run checks at this point. I presume okay. you're you're going to actually hang off at some distance. Oh yeah, I'm just getting her out yeah, of yeah, the grove. But, but as opposed to sprint off with her into the woods away from the entire. No. <laughs> so yeah, you get like back. You're like, did Jonathan bring her back? Jonathan never came back. <laughs> Jonathan's going to gently yep, yep. move a zone or two further yep, away okay. and then just wait for the party. Next Unless one. It looks like we're really, really early. Yep. Okay. Um, Mara's going to spend the turn trying. to Get her uh, lighter out of her backpack and reignite her torch. Flick it, flick it, flick it, flick it, flick it, flick it, flick it. Poof! Wow, <laughs> <laughs> great timing. <laughs> I'm gonna kill tree. <laughs> kill it, kill it, good. Because I want three trees. I've done two trees, I want three trees. You're trying to catch up with me, are you? 
I've done two trees, you've done one tree. No, 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 with the walls. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, you run the walls one. Not the strangest Oh, 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 oh What did you attack with? The wrench. Oh, God. So what did you do? You fumbled it. Yeah, yeah, Crit fumbled it. Yeah, yeah. You, you basically go to, you, you go to beat on the tree... Swing down, smash a branch off it. The branch explodes into splinters. You feel very heroic. Then realize, you know, that's just a branch that's hanging over from the next tree. Yeah, it was it was a dead limb on that particular yeah. tree that you know needed pruning to for its general health. It improved its general well being. <laughs> so it's the wrong tool. Okay. Um, I am. I am, going, I am <laughs> going to go down to Mara's side and wrap my just... arms around her and protect her. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And and, and and kitty cats for the Mara right. to make her feel better. Not too close to the fire. Thomas will make you feel better. And I'll, I'll make sure that I you're like safe. I like the little girl. She's warm. <laughs> Are you now prepared to stipulate for the death of trees? Hell yes! <laughs> this tree is a death, death machine. I'm happy to stipulate that we somehow managed to kill her. You get around it, you bludgeon the tree to death. <laughs> we take branches from the previous trees, light them, and then set the bastard yeah, yeah. on fire. Well, it, it, it's in fact not um, particularly logical to burn them a bit yeah. while you're here. Yeah. So you do it. Make sure they can't come yeah. back. You, you basically spend another ten minutes or so doing a bit of a control burner. Yeah. Because you also don't want to set the forest on fire. Like yeah. Um. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> it took me a minute to get that. I must be tired. What was that? Um, he, he said set the forest on fire like Dave. Uh, yeah. Um, so you burn the grove a bit, extinguish it with spare water and things you've got around. Um, he was a guy from a very fir- the very first role-playing game I ever played. And, and of course... Yeah. He thought burning down a forest was an appropriate way to kill three orcs that got away from us. <laughs> yeah, he got to the point where his god interceded. Yeah, so guess what the rest of the campaign was? <laughs> the rest of us paying for him burning down a forest, and you know what happened? He went back to the army. And, and of course, just as you finish doing this, Letty sort of uh, flutters her eyelids like clink, 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 clink. Oh. Uh, looks up, Jonathan's got her in the very manly, yeah. you know, holding her. <laughs> oh. Hello. Tink, 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 tink. Not that I mind being held in the arms of a handsome man, but um, what's happening? <laughs> the, the singing you heard was siren trees. They lured you out here to eat you. We 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 found you, and we've killed the trees. We're just about to take you back to the to the. Oh, siren trees! Of course, I should have known. But such beautiful singing. Thank you very much. She makes no particular effort to dislodge herself from John. I'll pass her a glass of water. I'll carry your stuff so you can carry your (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the thing is, you know, like, that'll make both of us lightly encumbered as opposed to you, Saul, or heavily encumbered. In the land of the freaks, the shifty one is king. (laughs) (laughs) Jonathan is clearly the babe magnet. You walk back into the camp. Um, and the crooked kin uh, have basically all come awake at this point. They've got several more torches lit around the camp. The whole place is alert and awake. Um, they I think we'll let Jonathan lead the way, holding the girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to lead the way. 
I'm the one with survival. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you lead the way. You lead the way, holding the girl yeah. so that you can have a rescue. Prince the human caterpillar shelter. It's them, and they have her, and she's alive. Well, it's just you that before, and they're all alive too," says the ringmaster, and looks kind of startled as you come back in. Letty, Letty, and you know, she she is reluctantly taken out of your arms. You know, she smiles and clinks at you. She whenever she floods her eyelids, it's the little. This is like, this is like the harpy. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say. At least it's not you picking up the freaks this time around. You found the character that... Yeah, that's all you for not playing the young man. Yeah, the old woman was definitely a good call. It's a tactical plan that we got. Although you did get guest on the bus. I know. Yeah, that's true, actually. You've got your own special creepy love interest. You didn't mind that you were an old woman, and that made it so much worse. You finally found someone that matches bizarre, blinky-eye anything was appropriate for. The from the two other pinheads sweep her away to her camp. Um, you, you are left kind of feeling underappreciated for a few minutes while the ringmaster comes sweeping back, looking very confused. You, Letty tells me you bought her back and you did not rob her or he sort of looks at the two young men here or otherwise abuse her. Of course not. The crooked kin are unused to such treatment. And he at this point sweeps his hat off very theatrically and gives a very deep bow. You have our thanks. Whatever we can do for you, the crooked kin will. There's no need. There's no need. It's um, our privilege. um, Nasty trees need a good seeing (laughs) too. I sought it three of them. <laughs> it's actually technically two. <laughs> and the, the last one could very well have been burned in the bladed the, umbrella. We'll the, never know. The crooked Schrodinger's yeah. tree. <laughs> you can both roll a fighting chair if you really want to find out. Yes! Fight over it. Opposed fighting chair. Oh, you can sort of paper rocket. No, no, I'm not a fighting chair. <laughs> Share the same root system, so it only counts as one leg. <laughs> so the, the crooked kin are highly delighted by this, um, and and very obviously not really expecting it. Um, they offer you the, their hospitality blanketly for as long as you want it. Um, they are also heading on to Bran as their next stop. Cool. Um, uh, be it, they will doubtlessly fall behind you as you travel and then catch up with you later if you're staying there a while. Yep, because they're just going to go a hell of a lot slower yeah, than yeah. you are because they're in no particular rush. And some of them literally don't have arms and legs. No, I, I kind of assume he rides in a wagon as opposed to inching along behind. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you haven't seen me do it for the human caterpillar. I can put him on screen more often if you want. No. Your active skills don't have a leg to stand on, mate. Come on, Nicky Grant, it's the law. Any pun you have to follow with another pun. He's just too well armed. Oh, yes. (laughs) That pun was fairly harmless. I'll go out on a lemon call you on the I think you should really (laughs) just slug it out. (laughs) 
I think it's time to, you know, put the whole thing down, hands off, let's just leave it be. Yeah, Grant wins hand off a fist. <laughs> Somewhere, someone on the internet is crying. With <laughs> well, that's what they get for downloading our podcast. <laughs> Anyway. Oh my gosh. You should put it in an advisory. Warning. Contains grass. Offensive language and puns. So many puns. Warning. Contains puns and uh, Jared's terrifying list of NPCs you never want to meet in a dark alley. Rated PGR for puns given regularly. (laughs) (laughs) So... Uh, the, the crooked kid uh, are uh, delighted and basically um, will uh, pretty much at this point everyone packs in for the night because it's two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah, I think we're going to sleep uh, in the next morning. But but the next morning, they they will offer you anything at their disposal that you want, um, which is by and large nothing. Yeah. Um, they have very little money compared to what you have. And we're not um, going to take what little they do have. What they will offer you is a lot of stories and rumours and things that they have on Transylvania. Sweet, oh, yes. we want um, those stories. So and I think we probably will <coughs> be more open with them at this point about the fact that we're here trying to head to Dracula's castle. Because, you know, we didn't really know them before, whereas now we've bombed them. <laughs> I will give this to Jonathan, but it's available for the party in general. You were probably probably because you were one of the skull woolly types. Probably. You told me you rescued the, the girl. girl. I did. <laughs> well, it's so just my it was this, this little token is essentially um, two tokens for a bonus of plus two on streetwise checks. Mm-hmm. Less you go and ask people for this and more the crooked kin have already told you X or told you who the right people you should ask X of are. Also, oh, we already have part of the information. Yeah, yeah, kind of thing. Yay! Um, <laughs> on top of that, if anyone would like anything pierced, they will offer it to you. I'm totally good. <laughs> I'm about to step forward, but I think you stop me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh! <laughs> you <laughs> big, big hand goes down on the shoulder. <laughs> well, I, I think it would depend. What, what was it that Mara wanted to get pierced? She's twelve. She's ten. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan, you, you particularly received I an offer if you'd like anything for piercings, or if you'd like to see how some of the piercings Don't work. Don't be strange, no, I promised him, promised him we'd yeah, look after him. Yeah. <laughs> I figured you would be, but... That, that, that means, you know, he's, he's in local parental They don't seem terribly surprised to pierced in his absence. It, it is an offer from all three of them, however. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow, If you stuck around too long... So if, if Jonathan wishes to avail himself of, no. of a foursome, a foursome that would be, with three of them and him, with no. three weird pierced circus freaks, that, now's possibly the only chance he will ever have in his lifetime to do it. That would beat Matthew's um, record in numbers for weird threesome. <laughs> Matthew only, was only having a weird essential incest uh, I would have had Yarn at the doppelgangers. Yes, Yarn, who wanted to have have a, a, a massage, quote-unquote, from a dwarf, a half-orc, and a gnome simultaneously. I still yeah. think the best one was the time travel one, where he slept with the same person from different time periods at the same time. <laughs> yeah. 
And the next morning, you, you raise up, you turn down some offers of various antics from the Crooked King. Yeah. Kin, and and Ringworth says, well, if you stay in Bran for a few days, we will see you again. You are always welcome with the Kin. Godspeed your travels. Take care, folks. Thank you very much. Because you've, you've told him to some extent that yep. you're racing, so he yep. wants you to race ahead. Yeah, yeah. I wave to the hey, uh, wolf boy as we're leaving. Goes, here, fuzzy. <laughs> I don't like him, says Tom. <laughs> he smells like wet dog. <laughs> it's okay, we won't be around for too much longer, we'll be fine. <laughs> okay, well we render humanitarian assistance to weird people. <laughs> Onward to Bran, and as you are travelling there over the day, boom! It starts raining again. Another thunderstorm. Yeah, yep. of course. Uh, I can I can to see what everyone's so eager to say in these haunted castles in Transylvania after like five days of getting rained on. It's like that looks dry. They're filled with vampires, but dry. <laughs> this one is actually a hazard to travel. Ah. The two of you who are driving the cart, mm-hmm. um, can you give me a driving check at minus two? Yep. So Jonathan, you take no penalty on your effort to assist. Okay. I don't make it. Oh, that's a shame. Because um, in that case, neither do I. I, I get a four minus two is three. <laughs> okay, so the cart tilts in the rain as you slew it through the rain and the mud style of thing. Could um, I possibly hold on before? And I make it. <laughs> it slews sideways and the axle cracks hard against the tree. Which one's your pile and which one's discard? Go here. Okay. Um, the axle cracks slightly. Um, and bangs, and the, and the cart begins to wobble a little as you continue to travel on. But it's it's fine. It's Sweet. a little wobbly. Still good. And just Still because good. we don't want to accrue the delay marker, marker, if we can help, we don't want to accrue the chase delay, if and we can help it. You already been delayed by the stupid Greek sailors. <laughs> you can very clearly see by the rain and the and, the, and apparently when the lightning flashes um, up that way ish. There is what appears to be nothing in the world so much as a big ominous castle atop the hill. A big honking castle, yes. A big honking castle. So you you can head vaguely straight towards it if you want. That the road isn't necessarily going in that direction from where you are, or you can head onwards. To no, no, the way. um, it's kind of a thunderstorm. I'm going to stick with the road, not trying yeah. to go cross country in a car. Oh, you, you could make up some time. Yeah, no. <laughs> We could. The axle's looking. The axle's looking wobbly enough as it is. So, you arrive at. um, You you do actually see through the rain and the thunder um, the big fence post with the hand lettered sign on it that simply reads "Bran." No welcome to. (laughs) You're not welcome. Go away. and as you sort of ride the cart, ride the cart, horse and cart slowly into it, you see this is pretty classic stuff. If you've ever seen any sort of Van Helsing esque movie, it is that kind of small town village. Um, it's it's comparatively large. You'd guess there's maybe several hundred people in the village, but it's it's very medieval. It's years behind years bordering on even centuries behind what you're used to. A lot of the houses seem to have smoke coming out of them, where they've got chimneys and fireplaces and things, instead of any sort of more electrical convenience. Um, 
there are a lot of there are a number of villages out and about in the rain, hoods pulled well up over the head. Um, many people look at you and stare as you come in. I'm not sure when electricity was invented. Was electricity uh, by the by, by the rule of fifteen of cult, um, electrical lights are common anywhere civilized. Okay, if that's what the rule of the world is. Yeah, it's literally by, basically by the twenties that's the case. So flushing back several years for the, the rule of fifteen, it's kind of the case, okay. but not here. Okay. Like your your manor in England would doubtlessly have electrical lights. Oh yeah, 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 but that's because I'm rich. Yes. <laughs> this is the end of the 18th yeah, some, century. Somebody poor probably wouldn't, but anyone of like a D four resources probably has electrical lighting style of thing. Okay. Um, and yes, you sort of roll into town. Huh? Um, it is a lakeside. It, it, the town is bordering on a lakeside. Um, there is a big island out of the lake. Mm-hmm. Again, all, all creepy looking. whole mm-hmm. place is creepy looking. There's something creepy in the middle of the town too. There is this enormous wooden statue, vaguely sort of shaped like a man. It's clearly got arms and legs and a head kind of thing. But it's it, it, like sort of Trojan wooden horse size style of thing. Good, this has got a head though. <laughs> So it, it would be, you know, 12 times the size of a normal man. And it just appears to be this featureless wooden thing of a man. It's all planked together, as opposed to a carved statue or anything. It means largely nothing to you. And what do you want to do here? Do you want to seek people out and ask for directions to Castle Dracula? Of course we want to seek people out and ask for directions to Castle Dracula. That's what Transylvanian tourists do. <laughs> okay, so you grab the first guy you find. Well, we're gonna, uh-huh. we'll probably find someone who looks vaguely reputable and not, you know, totally weird yeah. and creepy. Okay, so you find a general store. Go. Go into there, you know. The proprietor looks at you as you come in. Duh. What is he speaking? Romany. Ah, would you like oh, oh, sorry, Romanian specifically. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Doctor Strange, uh, could you ask this? Yes, well, I looked up actual facts on Transylvania. Romanian is their official language. Yeah. Could you um? Is it the morning or afternoon? Uh, afternoon. Okay. Good afternoon, good sir. We're, we're, I was just wondering if I could borrow your ear for a moment. As as he hears you say this to her, he says, "I speak English some." Oh. Great. Many, many not, but I speak. Is it yeah, more comfortable to speak in Romani? He switches. He switches back to to Romanian. I am comfortable. I am comfortable with either way. What uh, What are you doing here? We're um. Tra- tra- we're um world travelers, and we're um heading up to Castle Dracula. <laughs> He forks a sign at you that you will immediately recognise as the evil eye, Doctor Strange. Okay, and that's that's kind of it's, a... it's the classic war of evil. It's it's the equivalent of making the cross at them, but it doesn't have that religious context to it. It's more of a superstitious folk thing. He doesn't expect Pete to burst into flames or anything. It's it's <laughs> why you say Gesundheit when someone sneezes, kind of thing. It's superstition. Castle Dracula. Oh, that place is bad. Evil eye. Does anyone actually know what the symbol? I think it's like there, isn't it? Over the hat? I have no idea. I'll take that though. It it does this. It goes completely over Pete's head, however. My apologies, is is that that not something that we speak in this village? That place is evil. 
You should not go there if you value your lives. Please tell me more of the rumors. This Count Dracula is a vampire, a blood drinker. Creature of night, he turns to mist and stalks the village. Okay. Do you have provisions in this village to defend yourself against him? He looks at the door, you know, behind you and points to We are always ready for Dracula. And you turn around and you see the inside of his door is wreathed with garlic in the shape of crosses. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. Good man. But, like all around the archway of the door on the inside. He's got little garlic crosses. He's carved little garlic crosses. Yeah, yeah, no, no. He's literally taken like six, cloves, six of cloves of garlic and made them into a cross. Uh, and then above them here. six more. Yeah. Dig, 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 dig all the way around. Yeah. It's around the mouse hole. There's the little tiny cloves. Come <laughs> on, oh, he can transform into mist. Then you can see three cracks in the wooden walls. I have very rare, specially blessed holy water. A travelling archbishop will keep anyone safe from such a monstrosity. Mm. Unfortunately, we, we, we must visit this this Dracula. But we could purchase some holy water. Yes, yeah. we could purchase some of your wares uh, if they're available for sale. Yes. Yes, I suppose I could help you. Yes, you could. You could buy holy water off them. Absolutely, let's do yeah. this. Can, can, you make me, can you make me a quick cult check while you're here for knowledge holy water? Knowledge holy water? You don't want to get the budget brand stuff. <laughs> How do I know it's budget brand? Well, that's the one that's been blessed by an altar boy. Okay, so you I know that... The kind of um, religious the, person who got that department of degree off the, the internet. There, there is such a thing as holy... as, as What normal people refer to as holy water, which is basically any water blessed by a priest. You know, stuff mm. you'd find in a church, that kind of thing. Um, that stuff is It should be a comparatively large supply. like a sponge bath. What he's talking about, where you don't merely want the water to be pure, you actually want it to be holy, is kind of a different story altogether. It needs to be gathered from somewhere completely pure, generally caught as rainwater when it's falling from the sky, yeah. and it needs to be blessed by somebody of sufficient power or hierarchy or faith within the church style of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's compar- so, and and what he is selling you when you look at it and examine it and all the rest of it appears to be the genuine article. This is good quality monster fighting holy water. Okay. Uh, the other thing is all all water within a church is holy when it's within the confines of the church. So yeah. fight monsters inside a church, awesome. Yeah. But that's rather hard to arrange. Yeah, yeah. monsters don't want to fight you inside the church. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yes, he has vials of holy water available if you wish to purchase them. Absolutely. That's what we brought so Dr. Strange That would be a resources check. Other yeah. people can pile in on this if they so desire. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to get some garlic. It, it's essentially um, the, the more successes in that you accrue, the more you can purchase. Yeah. Okay. So are people assisting or making yeah. their own checks? Uh, so I got five. I, I, got a, I got a success, so I give you a one to your one. I got nothing to assist with. I got nothing to assist with. Yep. I'm not. This is clearly a tourist trip. All right, single, single success. Pete's pennies are just not. You've got your heels enough. dug into the ground. How the heck are you working for me if you don't believe in vampires? <laughs> so you can, I believe in money. <laughs> you can buy two, giving it to two vials of holy water. Okay. And some cloves of garlic. Yeah. All right. So Mara can, can have the, that. Mara can have the garlic, 
And then yeah, like, the garlic is just cheap. Yeah, like, you have one of the vials of holy water because you're our occult expert. Okay. And then um, maybe Jonathan have the other, or yeah, uh, the Pulse. cost is irrelevant. They weigh one each. Yep. Oh, I can't carry it. I just also can't carry it. No, I can't carry it. I think Pete can. Oh, I can't carry it. Can you take my bejeweled harp? I can carry one. Mara, the garlic is functionally weightless, presuming that you're just buying like a handful of clothes as opposed to a giant industrial sack of the shit. I can also carry one. I can. I've got one of the holy waters. Whoever's got them. You've got the garlic. Okay. Yeah, but the garlic doesn't weigh anything. We and of course, it is, it is literally a one-shot disposable item. Yeah. Once you pour the water all over the monster, the water is pretty much gone. Yeah, yeah. There's no reason this should have fed in Dracula. Obviously, he's a um, respectable gentleman, like the um, yeah. And like if he's the, not a vampire, then it's it like these professional soldiers. About yeah. we'll just have some holy water in just general. Okay. I would not go to Castle Dracula for love or money, but. If you wanted, uh, and I will not tell you where you can find the house of such evil, but if you searched hard enough and followed the road east, you would doubtlessly find your way. Thank you for your assistance, good sir. Thank you. Could you, could, you also, could you also tell me more about the creatures of this area? Uh, there's much to tell. You have many hours, yes? How many hours do we have? I'm an old lady, it's it's not the same to me. It's it's fairly late, we might want to spend tonight in the village and not go up to Castle Dracula until, you know, the bright sunny morning. Okay, um, well if there is an inn nearby, I will, I'd be much happier to, 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 um, swap. I mean, I've heard of Dick Tracy, but I don't know anything about him. Can you make me a persuade roll? Okay, persuade. (laughs) D8, and that. Am I a charming old lady? I got a three. <laughs> <laughs> no in. Do not like strangers here in Bran. Do you want me to get a try? You best be on your way. Yeah. If you want. Uh, I'll I'm not a charming old lady. I'm just weird. <laughs> I think I just said too many doctors. He is well to even protect children. That's that. that. <laughs> Oh, exploded all over his face. Eleven. You are penalised for this because you're following on somebody having already bought it. Yeah, that, that would do anything. No, little one. There is no inn in Bran. You're not welcome strangers here, and you should be careful travelling with someone who carries what could be seen as a witch's familiar. <laughs> he looks at the cat. My cat is not a black cat. If you seek to stay, you could perhaps find someone who would take you into their house or sleep in the sleep or if you have tents or the like sleep on the outskirts of town so you're, you're pretty confident he is actually telling you the truth you haven't seen an inn advertised anywhere I'm sure he can hold his breath no I'm able to carry him. I, I carry a spear, not spear, one, one thingy what sort of, of <laughs> just for my cats. It's fine. <laughs> Do you want me to get killed this shit again? <laughs> See, you talk slam about the cat. Then when I'm not with you, <laughs> <laughs> um, stays in the 
luggage so you can pick them when you like. like. <laughs> yeah, that's that's your plan, isn't it? Okay. It's probably more responsible looking to feed them as well. So, Jonathan's aiming to hit off the Castle Dracula. Objections? No objections, it's late yeah. afternoon, we can yep. spend the night there. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's a classic box, doesn't it? Yeah, we would have stayed in the village, but there's no inn, so, you know, we'll just have to, yeah. as nightfalls, head up to Castle Dracula. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so suspicious! What's wrong with Wow. <laughs> We've wrong played with you before, that's what's okay. wrong with us. So so I'm trying not to miss any... I've never been to Castlevania before, trying not to miss any... Any, any cliches. <laughs> <laughs> so cliches seem pass, so I'm not sure I'm going to go with Trump. He's probably only awake at night time. <laughs> you can find um He's tired dropping the drive the wagon keeps gonna take a kip inside. <laughs> Literally when you get to the eastern edge of the village, there is a road heading out of it that quite methodically several of the heavy trees next to it have been felled to block the road. You can get the carriage you can maneuver the carriage rather, it's not a particularly big concern, but there's there's this obvious effort to stop people going up there. Um, where it looks like there might, where, where there is a sign, um, Pete obviously has the repair, <coughs> gets out and actually takes a look at it. And where there was a wooden signpost pointing up that road, that presumably at some point said Castle Dracula or something in that neighbourhood at one point, it's all been scraped down to raw wood, and then someone else has carved another message into it um, that said. Um, that says, beware all ye who enter this, abandon all hope ye who enter this place, style of thing. Don't do something at totally don't go near the castle. Yeah, pretty much. Or presumably done by the villagers. Um, but you, you have no <coughs> picking your way around the trees, you get back on the road, you head up, and the road rises up out of the forest, out of the hills, you've got a lovely view down over the village. It's actually vaguely picturesque at this point now that it's just that light rain instead of hideous thunderstorms again. Um, and as you approach the castle, it is the classic giant medieval-style castle. Um, there is a huge portcullis out the front, the huge metal spike variety, which is actually up and out of the way. You can comfortably drive through it. And you drive into this big courtyard, pull <coughs> your sort of horses and wagons out, get out and there is two huge foreboding double double wooden doors with knockers that appear to be these elaborate snarling gargoyle mouths with the with the knocker rings in them. We make sure to take a photo of the castle. Yep. Also with the uh, circus welcome I can. Oh yeah 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 by all means they will happily pose for as many shots as you want <laughs> of every variety. What were they called? The The Crooked Kin. Crooked. Spelled just like it sounds. You all good, bro? Yeah, it's going to be tough for me. So who's going to step up and knock on the door? I'll knock the door. So you haul the big knocker up and... and as you go I'm to an old lady, it's probably slower yeah. than that. <laughs> as you go to do the third knock, <laughs> the door creaks open and... My word, he has a good butler. <laughs> there is indeed a, prompt, a man pulling the door open from the other side. Oh, okay. He, he is hunched over like this. <laughs> Actually has a hunched back. Appears to have a few scars on his face. And face. One eye bigger than the other, sort of bright, pulsating yellow. And he looks at you curiously. Yeah? 
Good, good afternoon, good sir. We would like to have an audience with your master, if we could please. Ah, good afternoon. I am Igor, the butler to the master. You are thinking Count Dracula. You must be travellers. He's doing it well, is it? You must be the travellers <laughs> that we have been expecting. <laughs> well, that's that's how you know travel. That's how Romanian sound. It's all eagle speak. <laughs> Your linguist skills are trying to copy. Yes, we're, we're, we're here to, to have an audience with the count and to have a photo with him, if we could please. Are you all happy, sweet? Yeah. And he says, "Come, come into the sitting room. I will tell the master that you have arrived for dinner." <laughs> And he takes you into what is the huge cavernous sitting room with a large variety of portraits of sort of older, severe looking men staring down upon you. The eyes seem to follow you wherever you go. And Igor shuffles off. And about five minutes later, someone glides into the room very majestically. Um, for the two of you that, that are women, you're sort of kind of out of the age bracket, but he is like a sharply handsome man. Oh, has that sort of magnetic <laughs> presence around him. Appears to be in maybe his late 30s, maybe his early 40s. Mm-hmm. And he is dressed in this sort of regal kind of cravat style suit. Um, he doesn't have the big red cape on around his shoulders. That'd be so obvious. Um, but he does look like the very classic sort of character. He sweeps into the room like this, clean-shaven. Ah, good guests. Hello, I am Gump Vlad Dracula. Ah, ah, ah. Sorry, I'm just getting put back to Sesame Street. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that is exactly what he sounds like. Oh, I just can't, I can't. You must be you must be the travellers from the Royal Academy. Yes? A pleasure to meet you all. It has been a long time since I have had guests to stay a while in the castle. <laughs> yes, my my name is Doctor Amanda Strange. Um hey. plant sort of kiss on your hand that as you pull away, it seems to almost linger warmly slightly. It's kind of... It's, it's, it, you're not going to faint or orgasm or anything. It's just yeah. that little heart oh, style. If you were 20 years younger... Yeah. <laughs> and have a husband. Sitting right there. Tom, Tom sort of... <laughs> <laughs> cover his eyes. <laughs> pleasure to meet you, Dr. Strange. You must be the leader of the Strange Expedition. Welcome to Castle Dracula. Everything you desire here will be provided for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm really what they did, though, what the books did tell you was Dracula swung both ways. <laughs> he looks at you, he looks at you drunk and kind of flinching like, Ah, I sense you are afraid. No, no, just confused. <laughs> Perhaps you are readers of Mr. Stoker's dreadful novel, Full of Lies. Ah, 
Ah, ah. Gato, mas é isso que tu não lhe dá a minha opinião, Certainly the villagers are keen to play into the game. I can assure you that everything you have read is a work of fiction. Any resemblance to real persons, living or dead, is purely <laughs> coincidental. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that was Does that include the undead? <sighs> he looks a bit upset. I'm assuring you that I am not a vampire, nor do I believe that such things even exist. Mr. Stoker took advantage of my hospitality and made himself a fortune, counting one, two, three hundred pounds upon abusing my good name. <laughs> You're not allowed to do that. It is... A matter that upsets me greatly, you understand. Oh dear. Well, please do sit down. There must there must be a lot that you can tell us about about life here in Transylvania. I have a great many stories. How many? One, <laughs> two, three. Energy of loss. Please, I would very much, it has been a long time since I have had any company. The superstitious villagers see me as some sort of demonic force. More the fools, they, they will get what is coming to them. Ah, ah, ah. I would be happy to regale you with stories if you will stay for dinner and for the evening. Well, my character's on point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, number one, a cult. Yep. Interesting as fuck. Number two, wow. Uh, <laughs> Is Ted too young to have a schoolgirl crush? <laughs> it's really not. Yeah, it's really <laughs> All right, yeah. He, he seems to be coming across as a you know, reasonably legal and charming. I mean, it's quite a detailed listening. So, you are taken off to the dining room where you have the, the ridiculously long table that you all kind of sit down while you're just designed to entertain probably 50 people mm. if you're using a tenth of the space. Eagle comes back out with a variety of dishes which are actually, you know, delightfully cooked pheasant and all this kind of mm. thing. Wow, where do um, they get the food if they can't get it from the village? Igor is a very skilled hunter. It is amazing what he can find when he puts his mind to it. Excuse me, Igor. Yes? I'm sorry to trouble you, but I have a rather... No problem, little mistress. I I have a rather specific diet. Is there any fruit in the castle? Fruit? Yes, fruit. What sort of meat are you looking for? <laughs> the meat of a tree. <laughs> no, we've seen trees with meat, thank you very much. <laughs> I will see what I can do. He goes back out to the kitchen. There's a lot of bustling around in there. Um, he comes back out. This is what I think would suit. He 
gives you what is clearly like a plate of cloves and spices and a glass of red wine with it. Mara, you're not quite old enough for this, I'm afraid. You, you can, you can very. <laughs> you, you yes, but you're still not quite old enough. You can very vaguely pick together a pretty crap dinner because the fruit he has is literally as an accompaniment to the other things. Like yeah. they've got the stuffed pig there with the apple in its mouth, and that's kind of what you're eating. Uh, yep, yep. I will thank, I will thank Igor, and I'll make, and I'll have the crap. Um, dinner rather than offend him by yeah, eating yeah. something on my backpack. Yeah. Let me tell you wish to know the stories of Transylvania. Do not listen to the hack writing of Mr. Stoker. He speaks of legends and mythology. I speak <coughs> of fact. Did you know that I am a descendant of Vlad the Impaler? That this castle has been here for hundreds of years. It has a long and bloody Fascinating history. Bloody fascinating. I understand oh, that is your English idiom. <laughs> yes, I heard from my professor that he single-handedly defeated the Turkish armies. This is very true. It is a remarkable tale. Please have some of our special red wine. Tell you oh, for the reach. No. Igor is pouring this thick, thick sort of blood red wine for everyone. People can drink it or not, it's been like. What does it smell like? Iron. Yeah, it kind of does. I was rather hoping for a steak for dinner. Ah, uh, the master likes them bloody and red. What is your preference? Well, after our high stakes journey, uh, a well-done steak would be great, but make no mistake. Ah, you're a master of the pun. Perhaps This was not a piss steak. Perhaps you and I may speak it. I I have it in stereo. He does indeed, like, kind of spit and dribble a bit as he talks. Perhaps from some distance, yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm getting puns thrown at me on each ear. Just <laughs> and Igor bottles off. And you have this this dinner where you drink this sort of rich, thick blood red wine. It is very heady for those of you who are drinking it. It is wine, though. <laughs> <laughs> Smart chick. It's alcoholic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you have some sort of knowledge cooking skills. Oh, that sucks. Mine. <laughs> yeah, but it would make sense. But it, you're pretty sure it is actually wine as opposed to blood. A bit of a vintage that you've never tried before. It must be made of, you know, particularly special grapes or something, but you're pretty sure it is it wine. It is grapes, but not not grapes as know it. Grapes, but not as you know. <laughs> but you don't want to whine about it. <laughs> that that was a great time. Um, so he, he spins you these elaborate stories of his family and his descendants <clears> going back hundreds of years and seems very proud and of course you know asks you what, what it is that you are doing here I've received word from the Royal Academy of a great race around the world as the most prominent citizen of Bran I am most interested in this ah 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 <laughs> um, 
But we'll, we'll tell him about the bit. I can tell him about... I can pull out my journal and, and tell him about our adventures of getting to... Yeah. Egypt. 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 He listens to some adventures. Thank you so very much for the tale. It has been a long time since I have had guests to regale me over dinner. This is a magnificent castle with many, many hidden secrets, but it can be a lonely place at times without company to stay a while. Do you not travel much yourself? I, if you pass through Bran, you will see that I am not very welcome there, and I have some difficulties in traveling, a small skin condition that keeps me out of the sunlight, <laughs> makes it very difficult to travel. I am obliged to sleep where the light cannot touch me, in a specially designed sleeping box. Ah, ah, ah. It is not a coffin, it is a specially designed sleeping box. Which is in the shape of a coffin. (laughs) Rectangular, but expanded at the top is the most comfortable shape. (laughs) Because it is, you know, the classic coffin style. Oh, I I quite understand. After all, I I have a medical condition where I can only eat fruit. So That is very strange not heard of such a thing. I wonder if it is good for your blood. (laughs) (laughs) I worry about sucking on your blood. It it would appear that I am in a position to ask a favor. But do not worry, I will not abuse this. I will give you what you seek, (coughs) photograph and your letter of affidavit in exchange for one thing only. You must spend the night here with me in Castle Dracula. Ah, ah, ah. So your company for the the photograph. (laughs) So our company for your photograph. Of course. If you choose to remain longer, that would be fine too. (laughs) Sounds good. At least you won't get rained on in here. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he has very comfortable beds. You get to take him up on the deal. Oh, yes. Yeah. And you're all escorted up um, one by one into very elaborate, you know, fancy, fancy rooms, but separate ones for everyone here. The Count insists. <laughs> and you prepare to spend the night in Castle Dracula. Ah, ah, ah! And that is where we'll leave the session be. You're gonna be so sad when you can't make those dope damn accents anymore. Count Dracula will follow you around the world. You'll never get rid of him. He's already, he's already threatened.